Hey, Spencer, have you heard of Lisa Lampanelli? Oh, you're talking about the queen of mean, right? Yeah, but she's also become the queen of lean. Did you know that? She has a, a play called Stuffed, where she delivers brash, skinny insight from the fridge to your ears. No, oh, yeah, not, no. I don't think that's what happens in the play. <laughs> I've actually heard reviews for the New York Times that have said uh, Stuffed offers laughs, genuine pain, and even a bit of insight. So, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Why? Is that relevant to anything? Well, well, you know, yeah, Lisa Lampanelli, she's got a lot of street cred, and she's also got a new Feral Audio uh, podcast um, where she and her co-host, Mike Morse, uh, talk about health, food, body image, everything else to help you be the best you you can be. That's a that's a, that's a a real hairpin turn for the queen of mean. She's, she's stopped stomping on uh, political sensitivities uh, long enough to help you self-actualize and get, engage in some self-care. So what? She dishes out some tough love as she takes your questions about being fat? Fat, being skinny, being anything but right, and helps you grab a little self-acceptance. I mean, is that what we're talking about? Yeah, but there's other stuff too. Like if you if you want to get yelled at by uh, Lisa, you can email get stuffed at feralaudio.com, uh, and maybe she'll uh, she'll make you feel like a piece of shit on the, on the podcast, <laughs> or, or or maybe she'll make you feel better. I, you you don't know with Lisa Lampanelli, she's the queen. Of mean and lean, um, <laughs> give their give her hotline a ring three four seven four six four two six five four, and you might end up in the show that way too. But in either case, it's worth a listen. It's free. Like uh, I think it's very interesting that she that she's 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 like had some transformative n- nutritional experience that she and now is is, is doing insights because you know what's interesting about the idea of Lisa Lampanelli talking about body image and stuff is that we already know that she doesn't give a shit about what your feelings so and and what we probably need to do more of when we're talking about um, health issues and stuff is actually have some frank conversations we're a very fat country very diabetic country very diluted uh, v- vain. Um, uh, self-loathing, uh, shallow country. Like, like, what, what, what do we need to do to actually be healthy? I, I, I would trust uh, uh, the queen of mean turned queen of lean to, to, to tell me that. Yeah. So make sure you subscribe to uh, get stuffed. Get stuffed. Kick the craving. Subscribe to get stuffed on iTunes, Stitcher, FeralAudio.com/slash get stuffed, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Last Rampage. The new true crime film starring Robert Patrick, Heather Graham, and Bruce Davison. And we had the pleasure of speaking to someone involved with the movie. Hi, my name is Heather Graham, and I'm playing Dorothy Tyson in the movie The Last Rampage. The Last Rampage is a true story about uh, Gary Tyson and how his sons broke him out of prison. And uh, it's a very dark story. And Gary Tyson is not a good guy. I play his wife. And I'm super loyal and devoted to him, even though he's pretty much the worst person in the world. One thing I think is interesting about the movie is a lot of these movies, they tell a story about like, oh, this rebellious guy who was this cool gunslinger and, you know, he did it all these wrong things, but he did it for the right reason. And I think this story sort of turns that story on its head because it's got, at first you think he's a cool guy, but then you're like, no, this guy is just like a selfish, self-centered, narcissistic jerk. I like stories about real people. I think sometimes real life is stranger than fiction. Like, I mean, some of the stuff that happens, you just go, I can't believe this is real, but it's real. And then if you do more research, it's even stranger than the stuff they put in the script. It's just like, sometimes real life is stranger than fiction. Don't miss Last Rampage, the true story of the prison break of Gary Tyson. In theaters and available on iTunes and all on-demand platforms today.
For more information, visit truecrimelive.com or follow the movie on Twitter at Last Rampage Film or on Facebook.com slash Last Rampage Film. Jerry, yes. I'd like to apologize to the ladies who are here for Jeff. Um, but it's me, Bob Scratch Goldthwaite. And now, hear ye, hear ye. Harmontown is now in session. I didn't even know it was possible for you to do it wrong. I didn't. I, I, uh, I, 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 I didn't. <laughs> you are Pavlov's mayor. You and I. I no, I did. I did mess that up. But um, I stood there for a second, and I was. I was. I was we made eye trying, contact. What am I waiting for? They, they know. Is the, my name is the show anyway. You know. It's you right know. there. You cut through some bullshit. Thank I go, you. I, I know the mayor. Who's the mayor? <laughs> I, I like, said oh, Harmontown, but is it Town? Is that his name? Please welcome Robert Town, the mayor of Harmon. Yeah. I, wrote, I wrote Chinatown, didn't I? Yes, uh, yes, yeah. you did. Um, uh, uh, so, uh, welcome, Bobcat. Thank you for filling in for Jeff. And uh, uh, yeah. uh, uh, You'll find comp trolling is as easy as, as falling off a, a log. Well, I'm a little nervous. Now, by the time you got to the G's in your Rolodex... <laughs> Who said no? Or did you go by the first name? It was just Al. Weird Al said no, and then it was Bobcat. No, I swear. I mean, you're a you're a you're a fan favorite to to citizens of the oh, town. Oh, well, that's so nice. Thank you. Uh, yeah. I, I don't just, I don't have Robin Williams' number. No, but I'm a, I'm a little bit like a hobo that jumped off a train in Harvard Town. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wasn't really invited. Tin can for a hat. Or yeah. Like, or you're like the, the, the town drunk that sleeps in the open, the unlocked cell, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. That's uh, so comes and goes as he pleases, you know? Otis. Yeah. Otis is his name. <laughs> Speaking of which, I, I just I, I gotta shave this beard and, and get a haircut because I just realized today, looking in the mirror, and uh, uh, maybe this is something only you and I will understand. I'm starting to look like Uncle Jesse from uh, Duke's Hazard. <laughs> right around, uh, man. Yeah, that's, I'm, I'm, I'm getting. You know, close. it's weird you say this. When I saw you tonight, I thought I thought you looked good. Oh. I really did. I was oh. like, I go, I go. I was a little jealous. I said, I wish I one could grow a head of hair, and also I can't grow hair right here. Like I need a merkin for my sideburns. It's just. Oh uh, yeah, all different people have different problems. Mine, I, 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 what I can't do is something that Spencer can't can do. You get, you get that get that ZZ Top thing going, where your beard gets longer as time goes. That's where mine Spencer's just kind of Galifianakis is out like a cloud. <laughs> uh, 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 
and it just like like not I'm flattering myself by that comparison even because it's just like random hairs will just like send out tendrils and and then I try to take a beard trimmer and it just doesn't I, I, I'm, I'm tired of the whole mess I gotta get off this train this crazy beard fat long hair train so uh, so next week you're gonna be uh, without beard I, th- I don't know I'm not, I, yeah I'm gonna I, I, the, the, the crazy you play like this weird shell game with your fat face underneath a, a beard like I I don't, I don't I, or, 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 a, or, a, or an advent calendar like I don't know what's under there right yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna get a chocolate coin or uh, you know or, or is it, I, I have a feeling I'm gonna look like you know Jerry Mathers when they did the uh, the return to the leave it to the beavers um, and I go is that beaver I don't it, yeah did he eat beaver who is that I, uh, yeah, oh yeah yeah that sounded yeah. way dirtier than I wanted to sound. <laughs> I, uh, I this is interesting we're touching upon uh, uh, manorexia uh, body issues with men who are who are overweight yeah I was gonna say chubby but that was a little too adorable I um, <laughs> I yeah like I'm wearing this shirt I don't husky. need this shirt we're, we're husky <laughs> my mother did you ever buy husky pants no I, was not, I wasn't husky when, when, at the, uh, when I was still shopping with my mom yeah I was, I was a I was, fat kid I was gangly I looked like Ralph Macchio at that age <laughs> well, I actually still shop with my mom that's why no. I still look like Ralph Macchio that's well funny. my uh, my my mother would take me to get the huskies at Sears that's what they called the fat pants yeah. I don't know if they still have huskies I don't know I, th- I think they finally figured out somewhere between the n-word and retarded like they figured out that husky was bad <laughs> Like that it was part of the problem. I like, had a funeral for the word husky. Uh, mother, why am I wearing dog pants? <laughs> I, uh... They would say... They, my mother would lose her shit about, about an hour into finding pants for her, her... You know, I was basically Bobby Hill. You know, this fat right, little boy. Right. And she would go, you're not fat, you're a husky. Right. And then when none of them would fit, she's like, I'm going to take you to the tent department. <laughs> Actual quote. What? Oh, yeah. no. Jump cut, I'm on stage. <laughs> You know, I mean, that, I think that describes all. Love me, mom. You know, I think. I, where do you get that nutty character from? My mother said I should wear tents. There's two things I wanted to t- talk about with that nutty character. Uh, it, one, one is like, it's like back when you when you when you became famous, your your name was Bobcat Goldthwait. Correct. And you came out and you would go. Uh, which sounds like a little bobcat. Was that, was there? Oh, no, no, no. That wasn't the connection. Oh, right. okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, see, I, uh, this is great to you, finally you have this. Thought, you thought way more about it than I did. Was that just an old nickname, bobcat? Yeah, bobcat. I became bobcat when I was uh, about 15. Uh. It's a, I'll try to do a quick version of the story because I, I do get asked that sometimes. The the host of... your Jeff stories? Uh, like, you don't have... Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. But, but this has an end. Uh. <laughs> Um, no, so when I was, uh, I, 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 would, I started doing comedy when I was 15, 16 years old, around that age. Uh, Tom Ketty, who I don't want to name drop, but he's SpongeBob SquarePants. I've known him since I was six. Oh, started, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. And so we grew up together, Catholic school, started doing comedy at a local open mic night. A very funny comedian, Barry Crimmins, comes in and he announces that he's Bearcat now <laughs> and that we're going to introduce him as Bearcat. And us being sarcastic little pricks both go, oh, that's funny. They call me 
Tomcat. And I'm like, oh, I'm Bobcat. He's like, really? But you killed that night, so it's stuck forever. Well, yeah, that's... You're afraid to shake your audience. Exactly. No, no, the problem is, the punchline is, is they're Barry and Tom, and I'm Bobcat. It's like, yeah, I really gave it to him. I'm 50 now, and I'm Bobcat, you know. But uh, it's easier to stick with Bobcat than listen to people mangle Goldthwait, you know. I always... Because when I I met you then in the... the, the, uh, When I... When I, well, I met. I told the story of Shrab and I met you in Milwaukee, and you were you were still Bobcat Goldthwait, but you were at least that night you were had an ass load of it. You, you were you, well, you were you were you were talking normal. You weren't doing the character, right. and you also were like inspiringly jaded. Uh, 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 we're, we're, we're not having any of what my hometown was giving you uh, in terms of uh, talk back and, and uh, reception, uh, and we're uh, saying these really amazing smart, cynical things. Um, but but and you, I think you were still calling yourself... But you might not have been. I th- my perception was that at one point, if you were famous for being Bobcat Goldthwait, that then if, the, if, if, the, if one decade turned into another, then when you meet that person again, you'd expect them to want to be called Bob or Robert or, or, or Octavius or something. That you right. But, but I thought that's because you were called Bobcat because the character was, Rawr, I'm Bobcat Goldthwait! And I, I was way off base. That sounded like the guy who was the gatekeeper in The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> the wizard's not here. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, uh, no, no, no. I never gave it that much thought. I was Bobcat, actually, before the persona. Most of my close friends call me Bobcat, but my family doesn't. Like, my daughter, on purpose, will be in a mall and go, look, that's Bobcat, you know, just to make my skin crawl. And uh, But, yeah, I, I don't think too much about it. I don't want to be, like, you know, a guy, I don't want to be Ricky Schroeder, who I'm now Rick. Right. You know, and people go, oh, please. You were in Police Academy. Now you want to be taken serious? Right. So, <laughs> so uh, I don't think too much about it. I'm comfortable with Bobcat. Speaking of which, there's a story that, that Schroeder told me that I think you must have told him uh, uh, it's a, it's kind of it's a it sounds like a sad story but your sad stories are really funny um, uh, like you, so it be, you t- cut me off if you either don't want to, to tell this story or or start telling it if you if you know what I'm talking about Robin Williams was going to be in some commercial and and he said to the people shooting the commercial oh yeah yeah oh, yeah yeah so he called me up and he goes you know, they're, they're going to make you do the voice. <laughs> well, he said, Robin said, I'll only do it if... Like, yeah, he brought me on board. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He, got me, he got me money. Right. Basically, Robin's a nice man and got me a nice paycheck and took care of my back taxes. And, uh, and, uh, and he said, yeah, I want Bobcat in it. And then he's like, you know, I'll, I'll only do it if he... And they call me up and they go, you know, you're going to have to do the voice. Like, he's giving me a heads up, you know, and being nice. And, uh, and I said... For the amount of money they're paying me, I will fuck a Snickers bar. There's a Snickers bar. When I say that, yeah, and when I say that, people go, How do you fuck a Snickers bar? (laughs) Well, see, I didn't even blink at that. That's how small my dick is. I was like, Yeah. I was like, oh, that'll just I think I mean put a small, discreet hole in the Snickers bar. I guess I should have said... You could fill it with more nougat. Like a, uh, that was grosser than I wanted it to be. I, uh, that or, wasn't a cum joke. I or, just... or you... Uh, <laughs> I just... 
I guess I saw it going up my ass, honestly. <laughs> So my first thought you know, was, I have a pencil a jacket. Your first thought was, you fuck by yeah. putting things up your ass. Well, I, I'm more comfortable with the gay part of my... Uh, no, but here's the thing. There's a caveat with the Mars Corporation that I really... Oh, you can't... Oh, you can't uh, by the way, that doesn't mean I don't like Snickers. <laughs> I'm just saying that maybe one up my ass would be nice. <laughs> We're suggesting other ways that it satisfies. Did you ever hear that... <laughs> and, the, and there's got this is typical me you know? uh, yeah. all, all the, here's all some the... money alright you gotta give it back yeah. they said to me I, they had, I had a short meeting when uh, the, uh, uh, they're going now there's this thing where you if you get involved in a scandal or if you do something that's offensive or outrageous that they you know you could have to give the money back oh, Jesus. and I said well I can't imagine that something like that ever happening <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm Did like, you ever hear clearly the these people have no idea who they're dealing with. I'm like, I couldn't imagine anything like that happening. Uh, did you ever hear the, this, this, this L.A. legend about, um, who's the guy that created all the game shows? Griff, Griffith. Merv, Merv Griffin. Merv Griffin. Yeah, Merv Griffin. When, when you hear Merv Griffin when, when you, Merv, would fit on this show. He's, uh, he's... When you, when you hear the words Merv Griffin and Candy Bar, do you, does anything come into your head that you ever heard? No, no. I, I, for some reason, when I first got to LA, so, someone and, and by I, I'm not I actually know who the someone is, and it's and it and, 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 and but so I'm not going to say his name because I don't want to I don't I, I don't want uh, anyone calling him for confirmation. And uh, but he pointed at the we were driving down the street. He pointed at this one distinct building. He's like this circular building that's like a house, like a big circular house on a hill something it's like kind of prominent in, in, uh, in the LA scenery and he said he said you know they say that uh, Merv Griffin lives up there and he and that he eats candy bars out of little boy's butts <laughs> I just just asking if you would ever I, I mean it was so random and I was like, like, like I guess that's the secret of urban will he be remembered for the hours of enjoyment he supplied America <laughs> on television <laughs> no <laughs> and I was like is that why the house is round so that they can I don't know it's like an arena or then they like, like but, but, but then I realized if you really wanted to you know it should be like a triangle like maximize the corners you know like, um, and then I just thought like, like that's how that becomes an urban legend because it's, it's just interesting you gotta pass it on because it's so specific somebody out there tries to make like a believable urban legend like hey did you hear uh, 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 Robert Downey Jr. Uh, uh, did some coke last night like and no one no one spreads it you know no one cares but, but you, so you gotta you gotta like do something really specific but with we're something a weird specific. culture because like w these these urban le legends because if you don't address them people just accept them as true like the G Richard Gere thing yeah I mean I really wish Richard Gere uh, would go on a talk show and say look I, I, I never had a hamster in my ass you know? just go look at this face do you really think I'm that bored with pussy yeah. 
Yeah, I'll, 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 you <laughs> guys hamster in your ass before Richard Gere does. Yeah, so you know, yeah. I, I mean, an <laughs> or, actual, or, or are you looking at it the other way though? He'd be bored of pussy sooner. He'd so wear much. it out like a well. Video sometimes game. like rock stars, I think Tom Kenny had this theory that they're like uh, the immortals. Do you right. know what I mean? And they get bored with you know what I mean? Because there's hear, a picture of Brando with a wiener in his mouth, like, <laughs> and it's like, and his explanation of it, I think, I think he, I think he said at one point, he's like, yeah, I was just like, because he was at the height of his fucking dominance of everything and it's like after a while I'm sure you know you get bored. DiCaprio and McGuire probably go like uh, hey man you thinking what I'm thinking we're the only two people we haven't fucked yet let's, let's go in the bathroom and, 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 and set a record it's like, just it's just a numbers game yeah or, or just it's just like a, an Everest game you know it's just uh, like, like, like walking over the frozen bodies of, 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 like of every never... supermodel in the world and going like this is, this is you know you're, you're not invited I'm bored. <laughs> I'm so bored of pussy. Is that a Droopy? Because he's Droopy so Dog. Famous. He got yeah. a lot of talent. <laughs> and he eventually like... he fucks Yosemite Sam. Like, yeah. like... <laughs> I only took out enough to win. Yeehaw! I'm not gonna do a Yosemite Sam. He was, um, I say, I say, boy. No, he he foghorn leghorn. I say, I say, boy. So what are you but, doing uh, with that erection? So. <laughs> I, uh, but no, you know what? Never in the rumor mill, Clooney. Clo- yeah! Because he's, uh, I took, we we're all trying to achieve Clooney. I mean, you know. Yeah, we want him, he's like, like Cary Grant or whatever. He fits, he's that tarot card that we reserve for one guy that's like, uh. He he's fixed so- a paparazzi's tire. <laughs> Come on, man. It is, you wanna- How can you be that zen, that perfect? Every time he's in the news, it's like he get tipped a lemonade stand $100. He, you know what I mean? We're gonna find out when he, you know, something's, uh, he's gotta have like, like a, uh, like a trap door under a carpet in his house, right? There's got to be some I just dudes think, down there or something. No, so man, like, I don't want anything bad about Clooney. I want to believe there's I one don't think person does. Yeah, without... Yeah. without um, although the political uh, the right, the conservative uh, groups hate him. But, yeah. Oh, because he's outspoken, uh, uh, yeah, progressive. Yeah. yeah, which is just so insane. You know, all the, the that whole... You know, when I made the movie Goblet's America, there'd be a lot of conservative types that would be so angry at the movie and not seeing it or they just needed it for fodder you know I mean it's, it's yeah. not reality you know I didn't say you couldn't make a movie where I don't know who was the Bill O'Reilly type that got yeah. shot in the face in didn't one movie. of the Zucker brothers like make like the world's first conservative comedy <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it was like why, why, why is all comedy like so liberal and stuff and he made like a a parody of Michael Moore yeah, and it was like yeah he's doing bits in it that are like Zucker brothers bits but they're the joke is that uh, uh, you know 9/11's gonna happen again if we don't uh, stay on our guard? <laughs> like, <laughs> I, like, like, why do you think comedy's liberal? Because we need to fucking relax. <laughs> what? Conservatism doesn't but, doesn't lend itself to comedy. But, but the other thing is, is like uh, Michael Moore has a huge sense of self-parody. You know, it's not like he's not like a guy that doesn't, you know, who isn't the first one to crack wise about himself. It's like we gotta take that clown down a couple notches. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's never gonna work if you're. Yeah, not 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 coming from that side. It's just too much. I mean, I'm sure there's some. There's very funny and certainly there's very smart people who also happen to be politically right leaning. But just in general, I, well, it's just, those two those two things don't traditionally mesh. And I think there's a. Well, there is like a, a. There's the. Uh, there's just this weird thing like. 
when Clint Eastwood went up and talked to the chair, that bit, it wasn't a sign of a guy being crazy. That bit just wasn't written for me. It wasn't written for progressive liberal types. It was like, you know, he was making fun uh, of people that people, I, I didn't see it as a guy who was nuts. I, I just thought, oh, these jokes aren't for me. Right. He knew his audience. He wasn't babbling. He wasn't insane. And it killed there. And, you know, and, it didn't and kill there. But they then. were really mad that he didn't go out there and just go, make my day. They're like, you're, right. you're a conservative. You're just supposed to say your catchphrases. Come on, say hasta la vista, baby. That's what a conservative, you know, you're supposed to say, that, I'll be back. You're not supposed to go up there and, and do a, a bit. So uh, I actually defend him. I think he's a very bright man. It's just those jokes weren't for me. Yeah, I, 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 I reckon you're right. I don't know. <laughs> Hey guys, it's Spencer. I'm here to issue a formal apology and talk to you about MeUndies. You see, recently we were in Oklahoma for a show, and at the end of the show, Dan took all his clothes off, ran around like a fool trying to get attention. It was a lot of fun. Everyone loved it. They loved it so much, I was jealous. I wanted to get some attention for myself. I took off all my clothes, ran around too, but I crashed into a table, spilled my drinks all over myself. And uh, I just want to tell you that you don't have to have all your underwear disintegrate off of you like I did. You can use MeUndies and elevate your underwear game to the next level. What is me undies? Oh, just some seriously soft, feel-good undies delivered right to your door that won't disintegrate when you crash into a table of drinks. MeUndies are designed in L.A. and made from sustainably sourced micro-modal, a fabric three times softer than cotton and three times less disintegratable. MeUndies softer-than-soft Lux undies come in an ever-changing selection of classic colors, bold shades, and adventurous patterns, so you can tailor your undies to your own personal style, even if your style is crashing into beverages or just swimming in your own pants. And guess what? You can save time and money each month with a monthly subscription. And you save a lot of money by not getting arrested for public indecency. And if you're not ready for a subscription, that's okay. You can still save because MeUndies is offering you 20% off your first pair. Just use our special URL, MeUndies.com slash Harmontown, and get 20% off your first pair. So go ahead, floodproof your underwear drawer. You deserve it. Once again, that's MeUndies.com slash Harmontown. MeUndies.com slash Harmontown. That's MeUndies.com slash Harmontown. <laughs> Pol uh, politics. I, 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 here, uh, 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 back, back to husky body issues. <laughs> back to me. I saw. I saw. I, I saw first cut of my uh, uh, documentary. Uh, the documentary about Harmontown. And my big takeaway is I had no idea how fat my hands are. Like I. <laughs> I was like, the whole time I'm looking at my big fat face with my stupid scraggly beard and my, my bags under my eyes and my, uh, yeah, I knew I was thinning back there and, and, and I don't, I, yeah, it's weird posture. I walk like a trained circus bear. I, 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 I make these weird aloof expressions when I'm actually thinking and feeling a thank you, sir, and, 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 and madam, and, 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 and yet the look on my face looks like I want people to die and uh, like, we, weird fucking disorders facially. And, and I, I All of this I knew. When I, when I take off my shirt, I know I look like Ron Jeremy or, uh, or uh, George the Animal Steel, but, 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 but if he only ever wrestled Twinkies... Uh, 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 and won every time, uh, the, the, the undefeated. Um, the, the, but but I never knew because there's all these shots of me typing because I'm a writer and uh, and there's like close-ups of my hands and shots of angles of me with my hands in front of me typing and I have these little Gerber baby hands. 
these little like 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 little doll hands that, and like these short fat fingers. I I always thought that 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 from my perspective, I think it's because the fingers disappear into the distance as I'm looking at them. I always pictured that that from your perspective, I would look like a like a like a cool wizard when I was typing. I just look like a little little baby hamster, like uh, uh, like just 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 poking at the keys with my little baby carrot fingers. And it's like, just looks like I'm just filled with vodka, and I'm just like, like if you poked one of the ends of my fingers, there'd just be this little like stream and shoot out like a vodka sprinkler, like a surgical glove, and you fill it with uh, yeah. Uh, so, so you didn't realize you had the chubby baby hands? Yeah, I had a little tiny baby hands. I can't remember what I. I think it's the vanity is really funny. Like I'm diagnosed with pre-diabetes. I'm not gonna lose weight. I see myself on something. I'm like, man, uh, you're fat, BC. You got to take a couple LPs off. Like I recently lost 20 pounds because I saw myself like on something. Yeah, I, I well, I've definitely yeah. I'm gonna shave the beard and I'm gonna and I gotta take it easy on the drinking. That's whole documentary is about what a drunk I am. Don't you think the beard slenderizes? Well, it, it's just, it, the, I mean, in the sense that a, a giant shrub slenderizes a big fat monster behind it, yeah, by making less of it visible. I mean, but you're not really fooling anybody. It's, it's not, I mean, I... I my, uh, my wife, the 09, will not allow me to uh, grow a beard. I don't know why. Well, it's probably, I, I mean, I, I, well, don't women generally, I mean, Aaron, Aaron likes the beard. I think I finally found her limits and stuff. But uh, I mean, she's the exception. Like a lot of a lot of women, I, th- I thought they liked the little baby face. I don't know why she won't let me uh, have facial hair. Mm. Do I sound whipped? No. Do do get, there's a, give give there's a glass ceiling in this country. Give her give her something. <laughs> As much as me, yeah. So I seventy percent of you. Yeah, that's for the, good. That's you know, right. Same work, you know. That's she was true. sitting there. She she seventy percent of nothing. She would, have to, she would have to pay to be here. Yeah, she'd have to give me some of that water. Yeah. <laughs> so she. That's why she gets uh, 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 me with no. Uh, yeah, I don't know what the. Yeah, but I think her thing is that she is a fear that I, I would be a fifty-year-old guy trying to look like I was a hipster. I think. Yeah. That's her well, fear. there's that fear. Yeah. That's why. That's why I think I'm gonna. Yeah. I. I I, I just I I I, uh, I went to a friend's 40th birthday yesterday, and because there was one of those you know parties where you 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 hire one bartender and there's like a little tiny bar and there's like 50 people there, and I was like this isn't this isn't gonna work for me so I went to the liquor store down the street and I and I, and I bought a fifth of uh, Kettle One, uh, and uh, and and then I was like well what am I supposed to do with it because I'm just gonna become a second bartender if I put it down people are gonna come up and like start making screwdrivers with it and I'm gonna be going crazy. Um, I can't keep it in my pocket because it's a fifth. They didn't have flash size. So I, I really crossed a threshold. I kept saying, this is the second milestone in my biopic. Where I, I, like, long story short, I just took the cap off and was just walking around a party with a fifth of vodka. And at the end of that party, it was empty. Like it was a milkshake or something. And I was fine, kind of. I mean, I got a huge, huge fight with my girlfriend. So I went and had another drink somewhere else. And it was like midnight, and I, I, I bought some Del Taco, and I, I probably could have killed 11 people. And I, 
I, I, I watched Inglorious Bastards, or rather, that's what I was on when I woke up on the sofa, and uh, and then apologized to my girlfriend because I was like lightheaded, and I, I like like I, I drank probably a half a gallon of, of 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 vodka, and it didn't really. I other people will pass out or puke before they die of alcohol poisoning. I'm one of those people that really needs to actually. I gotta be. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta watch watch my shit a little bit. Like, right. I, now I, you weren't I, I worried puke. about what people were thinking when you're just taking a pole out of this bottle at uh, a party? Well, what are they gonna? What's the worst they could think? I think Dan might drink a lot. I mean, that's <laughs> that ship has sailed on, a, on an ocean of something that isn't but, water. But, but if you if you use the straw, you would have looked adorable. <laughs> You just walk around. You know, like a light-up one from Disneyland? Yeah, like a little like... loopy straw. And they go, oh, he's doing one of his bits. Yeah. That guy's always on. I'm going to detox. I'm de- I, I, I'm, I'm, uh, this is a, I, 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 uncharacteristically sober for this show. I'm a little less nervous than the first time I did this show sober. I'm going to see what the effect of a week is. Gonna, I'm gonna, uh, I, don't, I don't like former drinkers and how evangelical and weird and sober yeah. they are. But I, we, we, we had, we had, we had, uh, we had Chris Hardwick on the show. He's been sober for a long time. Right. I think you're probably sober, right? Yeah, people don't know that about me. Right, because you don't run around because the, I, like the I'm Richard member, Dawson of sobriety. I am a, I'm a member of an anonymous program, so that's why they don't know it. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, 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 but I, I'll talk about it now. But I mean, uh, yeah, I stopped drinking and all that when I was 19. I'm kind of glad to at this point I mean, it, because it's 30 years, you know. But I don't think it's an achievement when people get sober, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of people make it their personality. Yeah, and that's, they, and that's they, as criminal as being drunk and having that be your personality. It, exactly. And I just find, I actually find sober people super fucking annoying. <laughs> and I'm sober. Yeah. But I did have a vacation from sobriety because of my bad back. I was on the lotted for uh, a little bit. And, uh, and I was really ner- I, I joke about that, but I was terrified of that. I really kind of was afraid that this was going to start something. Oh, and, you were going to... But the weird part of it was I really couldn't wait to get off of it. But, yeah. but I was really high on stage and at film festivals and I was going man this is awesome yeah. like I didn't worry about heck. yeah I think I'm gonna I'm gonna jump right into weed like I'm not gonna <laughs> well the lot it is heavy I mean that's morphine I was on the shit that killed Lenny Bruce and I'm up on stage and I'm going ask me anything <laughs> you know what do you want to know what's uh, how, like? how heavy is Pluto <laughs> oh no, no. <laughs> Real heavy, baby. I was like, no, I would talk about anything. You know, hey, yeah, what's, you know, talk about Sam Kinison and your rival. Or what's it like to bang Nikki Cox? You know, I was just like an open book. <laughs> oh, my God, you banged Nikki Cox. I, well, when you're engaged, that comes up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it happens. It's like, a, it's, it's not like a period uh, no, a, but that's a, something a, I a always, drama where, where yeah. your marriage is arranged and you had to pretend you had sex. No, but I would, uh, that was always something that just talking about it, I'd be like, you know, recoil if anyone asked but when I'm on the lot and my life was an open book I was just <laughs> I, your audience doesn't uh, appreciate the lot but someday <laughs> oh you've tried it you've had it for surgery yeah it's it's uh it's really weird isn't it it's a little bit like um ejaculating all day <laughs> that's what it was like 
I mean, without the face. I mean, I wasn't like, you know. That's the only bad thing about a jackass. That's my sexy face. Right? I didn't walk around like, God. Uh, you know. Plus, <laughs> He's having a stroke. Someone help Bob Scratch. There's billboards up all over the city of you just like, like with glasses on reading a library book. And it, and it says, I'm ejaculating right now. Yeah, yeah. Thanks to. Thanks to lot. Yeah. I don't know if that's a, uh, a name. I think it is just a, the general name for this. Beautiful, beautiful little pill. Uh, I'm, whole, I'm looking at my Evernote app. Um, uh, okay, more Hollywood gossip. Have you? Have you? <laughs> this this comes to me from from an unnamed source uh, that claims to have two sources, which makes it an urban legend. Do do do, do, do Jeremy Piven and uh, and uh, um, uh, John Cusack really literally have a lot of three ways together? I don't know. Wow. I um... Dateline, Los Angeles. <laughs> This That's just in. No, was, I um. I thought maybe you knew I, I thought one they were on the outs. Actually, I thought Piv and uh, and Cusack don't hang out anymore. Hmm. That's what I hear. I did a movie. Well, I, I bet I bet double teaming women probably like put, like tests the metal of your friendship. Like uh, you probably that, that candle probably burns brightly and quicker. I, it's being burned at both ends. Burned at both ends. But, but fungus uh, Bill uh, with the with the with the Grand Slam. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm, I wasn't doing that to humble you. I was just doing I, a callback. I think that um, you don't want people to call you beef fungus Bill, do you? Beef fungus okay. Bill. He brought, he brought some beef. It had some fungus on it. <laughs> All right. Did it have any hallucinogenic properties? Uh, we, Isn't that how they discovered LSD? It was a fungus? We hallucinated before we found the fungus on it that it was okay to eat a stranger's meat at a show. <laughs> Just brought it in paper bags. Back to eating stranger's meat. <laughs> I don't believe they had a three-way. Or, I mean, maybe they have. I don't think that's their thing. I, John the, is like the urban legend I heard is that they're constantly like like they they, they have sex together not not with no. each other but that they that they that if you're having sex with one of them it's like it's like they're the other guys there like because uh, John has actually entered like Howard Hughes kind of thing you know he's he's a little like you know he's making airplanes he no he's like <laughs> you know he's his daily seaweed wraps and just oh, okay. and, and doesn't uh, he's just kind of little. So, yeah, having a three-way with Jeremy Piven I don't think, fit into I that think, regimen. I don't think he's really too awesome about germs right now yeah. and, and people. And uh, he, he kind of jettisoned a lot of friends. Like we, I did a movie with him a million years ago called One Crazy Summer. And, yeah, uh, you did. And he was very... Uh, we were pally and everything, but, but you know, we were recently talking about uh, doing a follow-up, like One Nutty Autumn. Two, 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 two. two. Two mildly sane, whatever. No, one crazy summer. How about Dan Harmon kills himself? But, one, uh, one crazy summer was had a different title, and then Savage Steve Holland was so upset when they called it one crazy summer, and he's like, if Warner Brothers was releasing a Woody Allen movie, it'd be one neurotic Jew. <laughs> but uh, so uh, uh, we Jimmy, had a pitch. Jimmy Moore was in that. Was Curtis Armstrong in that? Curtis, aka Booger. Yeah. yeah, we'd be walking around with Cusack and Demi Moore, and uh, and all these people that were recognizable but no one would recognize anybody except the guy Booger you yeah. know, Curtis he'd be like Booger Booger we were in Massachusetts and um, and uh, so we were talking about a, 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 a One Nutty Autumn which would have been Hoops McCann John Cusack's character uh, 30 years later or 25 years later is now running like a Pixar like his dream did come true because the end of that he went off and became an animator right and in this movie 
uh, we all band together to come and, and try to get his sense of humor back. <laughs> Before the release of a, of, a, of a movie based on different kinds of hardware in a drawer or whatever. Or no, we try to talk him out of doing the Raven. Uh. <laughs> um, the uh, whatever happened to Savage Steve? Uh, Savage Steve Holland directs a lot of stuff. He oh, does like uh, ABC Family stuff. Yeah. Oh. Let's talk, let's talk, I mean, well, he was such a. I mean, you know, the, yeah, you know, he did Better Off Dead was like, the, you know, it was. It, it, better Off Dead is a better movie than One Crazy Summer, but it, they're both really funny, and he, and he definitely had his own view. But uh, yeah, you know, he was a very, very unique comedic voice at the time. It was. Right. I mean, that was like, like, like Better Off Dead was like the Easy Rider of my like, 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 like when I was like ten or something. I don't know how old I was, but it was like, holy shit, this movie is so fucking different. It's so like, it didn't break the fourth wall. But it did something equally like 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 it was just it had this like mystical realism to it and it was like the paper boy that wants his two dollars and he's everywhere I mean, it's not, like it was somewhere between Zucker Brothers and 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 all the corny ass like 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 Brat Pack movies like 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 that are just getting laughs off the fact that you get a boner like it was like it had this wild like like whatever why am I explaining like, Stavage Steve to anybody no but it was it was the equivalent of like that Zucker humor but it also had uh, characters that were based in reality, and by the end of the movie, you actually cared about. Which yeah, yeah, is, yeah. Uh, Which is weird when you watch a Zucker movie because they'll be really funny jokes, but eventually I'm like, I don't care about anything. And when I get done, I don't have any idea what these filmmakers are thinking about. And clearly, I've noticed that conservative people do very silly comedy because they can't really expose how they really see themselves or the right, world. Right, so a pie fight is something that yeah, like, a Republican they, could because understand. They go, you know? Yeah, because or they'll make a Michael Moore movie that tanks. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I'm bagging on them is um uh, uh whatever because they're kind of dicks. <laughs> Not, I haven't met all of them, but one of them's a real cock. All right. I went in and met with him, and then, and I go, hey, that meeting went well. And he called up my agent and said, that was the worst meeting I've ever had. Why did you send him here? Oh, no. <laughs> who, like, who? 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 Yeah, good luck with uh, good luck with Scary Movie Five. <laughs> Man, talk about oh, fuck that. I, we can't even talk okay. about that. It's so sad. The the like the, the the way that like silly comedy started as silly comedy, which was never higher in the first place but how fucking low it got like how it just turned well it's not comedy it's like it's do just, you these are things you know yeah it's, a, it's insanity do you recognize this like it's just literally like a guy will walk on screen and it'll just say I see dead people like that's it and, and just and then just take a bow and walk off and then like it, it was already fucking with us that the Zuckers would go like hey he's turned into jelly back there and they'd cut to the guy and he's made a fucking jelly and then they'd cut back and the guy would you know be normal again but it was like they were still doing gas and they were still stringing it along with a narrative, but it was like it's, it's just nuts that people would come in and look like 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 like, like I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm, get off my lawn, everyone, America. <laughs> Get off well, my got, lawn. Speaking of getting old, I, 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 I'm going down my Evernote. Let's see what else we got here. I, I, I wrote down hacky dreaming because last night I had this dream. Like, what, I feel like now that I'm 40, my, my serotonin is probably depleting or something, or like so that like the the dots that like, my unconscious mind is able to connect are getting closer together. And so like 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 dreams used to be when I was 25. If I would remember a dream, it would be like you're on the you're on the bank of a river, but the river has upside down buildings instead of clouds, and there's a crocodile 
email that goes, hey, let me, sh let me, let me show you what's in my wallet. It'll be like a picture of Brooke Shields, and then she'll start talking, and you go into the picture, and then, but, but, the, but the picture's at your grandma's house, and you like explain the dream, and you're like, wow, I'm fucked up. That's awesome. Like, like my brain was on fire. And I, I, just, I, remember, I don't remember a lot about my dream last night, but I remember at one point there was a character who wasn't a crocodile, and I was in a normal place, and the character in the dream kept going, hey, can I show you something? Can I show you something? And he had like he pulled out his wallet and like he was clearly stalling for time. Like like, like, like and never opened his wallet because my brain like painted itself into a corner. <laughs> I, I, I remember being conscious of that in my sleep. I was like, shit man, this used to be a cakewalk. Just just what's in there? A train? If a I, rabbit? If, 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 my shame hadn't jarred me awake, there probably would have ended up being just a Python reference in there or no, something. It would have been I like think it would have been better if this guy shows you something and he has dollars <laughs> and credit cards and his license. You go, and he looks up at you and he goes, you're all out. Dan, you're all out. <laughs> yeah, my, you're my dream has no budget. It's just like, hey, you want to go get a sandwich? Uh, oh, shit, this place is, what is it? It's cash only. Um... Was it was it in color or do you dream in color or? I, I do, do I don't I, I, yes I guess so I I, I I don't know I've heard that conversation happen before but I, I would you would notice if it was black and white right you'd be conscious of it being. Black I don't and white. know if it's I think it's more sepia. Yeah. Like you know I mean like it's not one way or the other. I don't I, I just I just I just I just remember the experiences and since my experiences are in color and since the things that I dream are kind of the same as the things that happen except except with crocodiles and stuff but like like I assume it's in color but I've had bold dreams that felt like reality and they were definitely you know they popped more they were more HD than uh... <laughs> it's great when you have a really shitty vivid dream like that, 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 that like 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 it's so it's one of those dreams it's like so grounded and but it's 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 skewing bad it's not like I found fifty dollars, and then you wake up and you you kind of you get that fifty dollars smile that slowly fades. I don't have fifty dollars, uh, but but the opposite isn't it great when the opposite happens when it's like 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 you just it's just kind of like ah oh, shit I, I lost a YouTube video contest or something I was uh, everyone saw my dick or something and, 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 you, and then you wake up and you're kind of bummed out about it and I, I, like and you forgive yourself you're like oh well everyone makes mistakes uh, so now everyone knows what my dick looks like now and I'll I'll just uh, I'm just gonna take it a day to time. Wait a minute, no one. I didn't do that. That's crazy. <laughs> or did, uh, like an unimaginative dream that's not easy. To, I mean, that's super easy to, to figure out. Like, you know, you're just like standing with someone you're crushing on watching a train. <laughs> you go, hmm, I guess I want to fuck her. <laughs> Boring. What did that dream mean about? I don't know. We were eating popsicles. Me and Richard Gere. <laughs> We were in a big wheel and it just kept sober for a week, hacky dreaming. Uh, Willow Creek, your movie. I want to. You should get something out of this. Could, yeah, you had a screening of this movie, Willow Creek. It's like this Bigfoot uh, kind of horror movie that you made. Yeah. Where the interesting experiment is uh, that you the, there's narrative elements that you shot like a regular movie, but because it's a Bigfoot like like kind of a mythology movie surrounding the Bigfoot myth, you have interviews. As if they're part of the narrative, as if, you know, it'd be one of the... Yeah, well, but, they but are. You, but your interviews are actually people. real interviews with real Bigfoot people who, yeah. who didn't know they were characters in your movie. Well, I, I didn't do that out of being, like, mean. No, I it wasn't like knew, a candid camera jumps on No, I just thought if I explained it to them, it would have made them... You know, it suddenly would have been very hammy, or right. they would have been overthinking. So, 
they didn't need to know that the actors that they were talking to really weren't Jim and Kelly from San Francisco. Right. Yeah. Um, but uh, but I did. I was heavily into the uh, Sasquatch community. I was um, fortunate to have. Uh, how did I tell you when? In order to get to, it's where the Patterson Gimlin footage was shot. So that's the famous Bigfoot. You're in a around. you're in a little deep. Oh, you're you were about to explain it. Sorry, yeah, so I was about to tease you for like oh, okay. For the Patterson Gimlin. <laughs> yeah, you're a little deep. You, you were inside too long. It's too deep uh, cover it up. Well, uh, no one went. <laughs> So I thought, oh, I better explain. Patterson Gimlin is the, you've seen that footage of Bigfoot turning around and looking behind uh, yeah, okay, behind herself, by the way. that uh, it, it has breasts uh-huh. in that one. Uh, I, I do love the Bigfoot guys that found that. Like, they're sewing the Bigfoot, and they're going, hey, are those tits? You know what I mean? Like, there you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's six messages from their girlfriends. Like, what are you guys doing? Leave You're watching this Leave me alone. Again. Look at those cans. <laughs> oh, you want it, Patty. So um, that's why they call it that Bigfoot Patty. So I went to where the site was, which is 11 hours from here. And then we go to this town where you drive another 40 miles. And then you go 17 miles down a dirt road. It takes two and a half hours to get there. And the bottom, then we hike. There's no one around, nothing around, and, and uh, one of the, this this Ranger Robert, who is a, 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 a Sasquatch uh, expert, I, that's the best way to describe him. It's about 3 a.m. We've seen mountain lions. We're in the middle of nowhere. This guy is my life. Like if anything ever happened to us, this is how I'm gonna live. And he says, um, "So uh, you know, I'm a writer too." Uh, and I go, "Oh, really? What do you write?" He goes, "Well, I write. Um, it's you know Twilight." And I go, "Yeah, I know Twilight." So <laughs> I write like Twilight, but set in the Bigfoot community. I write books for tweens in the Sasquatch world. And I go, oh, that's good. I guess, uh, I, I know this sounds like I'm setting you up, but this is 100% true. And then he goes, he goes, I have my book Yeti or Not. It's a coming of age tale. I think some of you are calling bullshit on this. Just look it up. You can buy it. It's, uh, uh, oh, it exists. It's published. Oh, sure, sure. Oh, Jesus. I, you know, so Yeti or not. Um, right. And uh, yeah, so so uh, you know, you said something really funny about about. I um, doubt it. Uh, about no, it is because I've stole it. Uh, now, no, now when I'm uh, doing the Q and A, I explain it where you you, you said we were talking about picked upon subgroups. Right. And it's you said it's like. People who love Ren Fair, and then Al Qaeda, and then Bigfoot believers. As far as people who get picked on, or people that people don't understand. Some people are rolling with a couple of Al Qaeda people. Like, yeah. Like, like, as like, a last let's resort. see what he's got to say. Maybe he's got some valid points. I mean, he's not. Yeah, he joined for the health benefits. It's not. Uh, he's the thing is, he's a great drinking buddy. Um, all right. The uh, all right. All right. Sober for a week. Hacky dream in Willow Creek documentary. Baby hands. Purge. Return of the Archons. That. Purge 
Purge movie. Looks like it's ripping off the Star Trek original series episode, Return of the Archons. Look it up and cry it from the rooftops. Uh, maybe they give them credit. I don't know. It's like obviously this Purge thing, and I asked somebody what it's about, and their description is the description of this Star Trek original episode. But That's, what I don't know about the original episode is it is that you have X amount of time to go. Kill? Yeah, that's where Stiller's production company Red Hour gets its name from. It's a reference to their like festival. I think I'm getting this right. I mean, I, this is you definitely don't want to. Get Where you get the kill with, for an, one hour? Yeah, I think I think I think I think they purge for an hour. Like like everything, nothing is illegal. You know, you can do anything to anyone. But is you it want. the idea that you're in, that we're all just kind of suppressing this? Yeah, and so because they do this, they're able to be collective and harmonic, like for the rest of. So the, like what the. Um, Oh shoot! The, not the you know the uh, the pretzels the uh, <laughs> Amish do. Oh the well, oh that right yeah, yeah a little Robert, bit like Robert, that Robert, Ragnarok. <laughs> <laughs> Rumspring. Rumspring. Is anyone here on Rumspring tonight? It's worse than a bachelorette party, I'm telling you. It's just one guy with a bunch of dick shaped cups. That is the bane of stand up, is the bachelorette party. Oh, man. It is the worst. Right down front. It won't make you a feminist. It will not. Like, as a stand up, you will not. Your Alan Alda stuff will not come out on stage but if, the, if there's the, a bachelorette party but a bachelorette party is not being thrown by feminists you know it's not that's what I'm saying like it mean, won't like it does yeah. not bring the woman lover out no. of you like, and it's always like dick cups yeah. and dick there's all these, there's all this shit on the table and they're wearing but, shit on their heads and they're Screaming at a frequency that only chimpanzees like, like no, and, and 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 associate with tigers. Talk about Chloe. Talk about Chloe. Yeah, and yeah. And, 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 and then and then and then finally you, you say something like, "Please be quiet." Uh, uh, like America hates you right now, and uh, and 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 so fucking vindictively angry. Like 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 during the show, after the show, I remember like because I w- I would referee for this thing called comedy sports where you stand out there, and you like like. Like, that's like hosting an improv show, and you're at, you're getting the suggestions, all this stuff, and I'm like, 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 like the fucking worst bachelorette parties Ugh. kill me. I, you know, once I just went like, I'm not proud that I can shut up hecklers, you know, and 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 the crowd hated these women so much, and I finally just. I kind of, they're like, you know, kick them out, shut them up. And so I just unleash on them. And I truly, I really don't, when I like see red, I really, it's just like, right? <laughs> and I'll, I come out of it because the crowd's cheering. <laughs> because, You're like Teen Wolf. Because people He's holding love. a basketball. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> why, why, why do I have poodle parts and blood on gore all over me? It's like but, a scene from that hot new franchise, Yeti or Not. Yeti or Not. So. <laughs> Where, where Blake like, uh, like don't comes make, to in the Himalayas and it's like, did I did I do it all the way with Veronica? Don't make Seth angry. <laughs> so I, uh, so I, and that's the thing. It's like the crowd. We're weird. I guess that's just all cultures, but like people go nuts. They really love that. Yay, because people love other people getting bait up. Like a, a bar's never empty because they go, hey, quick, two guys are getting along in the parking lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's watch them get along. So I get, I think there's loose change falling back into their pockets because they're, they're, they love each other so much. So, so I, get, I, I totally, I know I just abuse these women to, you know, shame them and then I come out of it and the crowd's cheering and then I go back into my monologue and then this woman stands up, tears, and she goes, I am not a whore. <laughs> I don't 
remember that. You know, the, also the, the male equivalent, the bachelor party, even if they're, you know, at a strip club, they're still not, you know, they don't have hats with vaginas on it. You know what I mean? That would just be creepy. You would be going, hey, there's a table full of dudes with vaginas on their heads. You better call the cops. <laughs> they clearly have bodies in a trunk. You get it? I'm getting married. Here's a vagina straw. Here's a, a vagina ladle. I don't know what you'd make out of it. People would just think, like, are you from the, the state that prides itself on its calamari? What do you... Like, like, what, they wouldn't know what it was. Like, how do you make a what vagina in a hat form? Uh, how are you... Are you yeah, I don't want to keep, right. keep, right. keep but, coming up with analogies. No one's... For I'm not going to make any Yeah, I think they've already been done. That's... <laughs> <laughs> by, by the, by the, yeah, uh, Jeremy Piven. Um, all right, the uh, the Kanye up fronts. Who cares? Kanye came out at the Adult Swim up fronts, and he was surrounded by so much fog. I, I, I have a feeling I didn't actually see Kanye perform. I think he was like some body double. Um, but, uh, uh, Downton Abbey. Uh, well, how about that Downton Abbey? Uh, dog shopping. We went to the dog store. We got our dog coming in six days. So Aaron and I went to the uh, dog Petco today. And uh, they have these horrible fucking panhandler people that work for all the different dog food companies just roaming the store. Uh, uh, like Shaking you down? Yeah. I mean, if, whatever. I'm going to shame you here. You went and bought a, a yeah, puppy mill dog? Yeah, yeah. Well, it, I mean, it's a lady outside San Diego. She's, you know, I'm, I, I, whatever. The more, I, the more I protest, the more guilty her I'll sound. She's not yeah, a but, puppy mill. It's a, but in, the, in defense, of, uh, actually, I think it is Petco. You know, they do have adoption days and things there. They're not so bad. Yeah, yeah, and I and I was able to, out of guilt, like give twenty bucks to uh, rescuing dogs just through the purchasing of all of my shit for my my gross uh, bred super dog that I my, brought uh, into the world instead of taking a nice Chinese dog know, whose parents got shot. All my cats, <laughs> <laughs> and he had a watch. All of, all of my cats are rescues. But one, you know, Peeps LaRue actually is from Petsco, and she's... Uh, I know Peeps. Peeps is, <laughs> Peeps is in the spectrum. She, like, doesn't like to get pet, but you can squeeze her. That's really true. Oh, so, you know, they have those vests for anxiety. I bet she'd love those. Maybe I should put Peeps in one, but yeah. now she's pretty gordo. She's pretty fat. She's well, like, they're, they're Velcro. I mean, they're like, they're not... They're okay, not like, so they grow with her? I gotcha, I gotcha. Like, if I was on a plane with Peeps, I'd have to ask for the extra <laughs> seatbelt. Kevin Smith uh, section? Yeah, the, the, the I imagine Peeps. Would... They'd make you pay for another. But uh, Squeaky Fromm is my other cat. Detective Carlo Whiskerson. And um, who am I forgetting? Oh, the widow Madeline Perman. <laughs> No, I know. I, I, I know. Aaron, Aaron's reminding what the Downton Abbey thing is. Okay, fine. I, I was. I was. I was. I was. I was drunk in New York, and uh, and. A Shaw. Aaron. Aaron. Aaron Gasp. was trying to watch Downton Abbey on a laptop next to me in bed. She. I woke up because she ordered a bagel from. Uh, and let's not get distracted by my pronunciation. <laughs> She ordered bagels from uh, from from room service and where and they smelled. I could smell the sesame and I woke up and, uh, and and then I was like, I guess I was annoying her and she was trying to watch Downton Abbey. So I kept on, I kept I kept going like, oh, good day, governor, oh. like under my breath. And she and she was trying to listen with earbuds. So she and then she would be like, because I don't usually I'm not like one of those jokers where I'm like doing shit and then saying like like like, like what what. But I just I was so drunk I just started f like 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 it was weird for the first time in our year and a half two year relationship whatever it is who knows. Who knows what 
color her eyes are. Um, <laughs> for the, for, for the Wait, first time ever, I was, just, I was just being like a fratty douche. Like I was, I just kept on. I was, I was like, like I, I go, I was just like locking eyes. Here, and I swear to God, I'm not doing that. Like it's just British people talking. What do you? What, how can you? What do you? What do you think I'm doing? You think? Uh, and then she put her earbuds back. And she said, "You're being fucking weird." And then I go like, "Oh, governor, Charlie, go go to sweep the chimney." And she'd be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" I did it for like 20 minutes and I was like, Aaron, I swear to God, I am not, look at me, I love you. I'm not doing that. Like, like, and she's like, I don't understand this bit. I'm like, it, that's because it's not a bit. And she's like, okay, then you're having a stroke. And I was like, if you think that there's something wrong with me because you think that I'm speaking British talk without moving my lips at all, which would be a huge feat and you should give me a medal. Um, have you ever gone down so far that you just don't want to bust that it's a joke? Because he, well, because she was like so disappointed in me because she's funnier than me oh. a little bit, and so, so it was like I was like I was like well fuck her then it'll be the longest joke if not the funniest. And she, so she goes then you then you're having then you have brain damage and I'm like I, if it's if it's the choice between that and that fine and she's like okay then I'm calling nine one one and I'm like I if you really want to call and she almost and she dialed the nine and the one I was like all right what the fuck. I'm, she was gonna. My joke was so bad. She called the hospital on me. She was gonna have me arrested. She wouldn't before she would believe it. She was just gonna have me thrown in in jail or or a hospital. I uh, I had uh, I was moving, so I canceled the service on my TV. But I said I'm moving in uh, two weeks. Will you cut it off? And uh, I had to explain that I didn't want that service anymore. I and they get really you know they they won't let you drop their service. And I said, well, I'm doing an experiment. I'm not watching television for a year, which worked really well. So then we both sit down to watch a program that we were all excited about, and the TV goes, they had turned it off two weeks premature. I don't know if it was aggressive or what. <laughs> Call them up, explain it to them. Uh, they say, uh, and my wife's explaining to him, look, uh, he's not moving. He's moving uh, in, in, in two weeks. Uh, can you turn it off then? And she, the, guy, the guy goes, I, I need to talk to the, the, the homeowner. That was, I was the, the apartment guy or whatever my title. But so she, 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 <laughs> the Lord. The Lord. <laughs> so she hands me the phone and I go, I don't know this woman. <laughs> Don't turn off my TV. She does things like this to me all the time. If you know my wife, the anger at that moment... I forgot the part that she was on hold for like 35 minutes and kept getting switched to different departments and she was all ready to kill. And then I go, I don't know who she is. She does this all So you're saying don't turn my TV back on? Yeah, just keep it. Yeah. So, you just saw a different freeway rep. You're like, I really like, this will be better than TV. I just looked at her and I said, before you say anything, I need to remember this face because this is the face <laughs> I'm going to see before I die. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, sometimes you go down the hole and... Uh, How seriously do you think your, your wife English might... accent is Mary Poppins. Hello, governor. <laughs> you need your chimney sweeped? Hello, hello, Mary Poppins. <laughs> Do you think your wife might kill you ever? Well, I am going to really flip people out because uh, I am a gun owner. And people go, well, you know that you're not going to stop a burglary. And I'm not, I don't have any delusions that I'm going to. 
but they go, but the likelihood of someone in your family killing you is very great, which is a true statistic. And I go, look, one way or another, I know that's the last face I'm going to see. <laughs> better, better, better it be an instrument designed to take me out fast. Yeah. <laughs> like a knitting needle. No, well, that's sexist. My knitting needle. Hey, men knit. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I mean, my, I'm, Alex Karras used to knit. I'm constantly telling Aaron, but, but I, do you I, think that Aaron's she's gonna kill, kill me? You? I, mean, I, I, I love her so much, and we get we. But I, I, I have never had more like I, I just I'm, I'm so mean in fights, and she gets so like we're so st- like equally stubborn. We just get these fights that no one else would get into because they just like all it is is just like she'll say she'll imply that I did something wrong, like 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 or imply that I hurt her feelings in some way, and instead of just going. Going like sorry about that, whatever. Like like like, which wouldn't even be arguably that altruistic. It would just be a person lazy enough to just not want to fucking. I, I always go like, no, I didn't. What are you talking about? Shut up. You 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 did something worse on Wednesday. And, and she and then and, 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 and instead of her going like, I'm, I I I go out with a dipshit. Or like, He's a fucking baby. I I I'll never get this 48 minutes of my life back if I go down this road. She goes like, no, Wednesday was a different thing. I'm fucking. And we just fucking start. And it's just it's. We're, we're, we're awful, and I, I, but I, I can't live without her, so I know I'm gonna, you know, um, uh, you're not supposed to say I'm gonna marry somebody until you, whatever, but, but, but I'm saying I know that, you know, I'm gonna, you know she's, she's the one for me, but I, th- I th- think that means I'm going to die by murder. That was, that was the sweetest story about homicide. <laughs> I'm actually touched, and you're trying to explain that. I'm saying that <laughs> your future. If I thought it was possible to dump Aaron, oh. I, I, maybe the prostate cancer would be a more a higher candidate for for my death. I, yeah, we're we're just an episode of Snapped waiting to happen. <laughs> I don't know. If your audience isn't a big oxygen uh, audience. But Snapped is a show where it's only about a woman yeah. that kills a guy, their yeah. spouse. And it's like it's kinda like black exploitation movies. It's like, wait, who made this and who is it for and, I, and what I who love, am I rooting for? I love that show because it's <laughs> clean storytelling. They meet, something goes wrong, yeah. bitch gets a knife. <laughs> That's really what they should call that show. Bitch gets a knife. Because it always starts off. They met in high school. They were the perfect couple. Yeah. Like, oh, this is gonna be good. Yeah, and then they go, when we return to Snapped, Kira snaps. And yeah. then they go to uh, go, yeah, dog yeah. food commercial. Maybe I should just edit that together. <laughs> the, that, that part. Steven Sodenberg was making a speech recently and he talked about how he was really disheartened. He was on a flight and he looked over and uh, he saw a guy who had edited all the action scenes out of big, big movies together. And he was just watching that. It was just... It was just CGI porn. You know, he was just watching action porn. Like, he'd cut the story out and just got right to the car chase, as people say. <laughs> cut to the car chase. He did. Right. And, and as, did you see this speech? Cause Steve no, I keep hearing there. about it. Well, it's like, you know, he's this guy that I always, like, really look up to. And, 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 and you know, and, and he basically made the speech where he's, like, quitting. <laughs> it's just like saying it's not worth it. And I'm like, <laughs> it's, it's a losing battle. I, I gotta, 
I got a teacup. Uh, it's a big boat. Uh, there's a lot of holes. <laughs> this is like this is my hero, and he's like very eloquently explains why it's not worth it uh, <laughs> to make movies and tell stories. And I was like really. I keep hearing about out. the speech. I never really connected the dots of his name, what he's done. I'm sure I'd be. I, I'd oh, turn so out to many be movies. His last. He's always just been the guy whose last name makes me thirsty. But there's so many movies like you know he's just like he does so many art pictures and then he does big box office and I thought well here's a guy who found the balance you know he does yeah. the Ocean's Eleven but at the same time you know he, he does the Che movie or he does mm-hmm. you know he's a fascinating guy you know he started doing Sex Lies and Videotape he's made a million movies some that are huge but he can't he can't justify the, the carbon print making movies <laughs> and I'm like you should go make a movie with me because there is no carbon footprint there's a total it's a, you're your world's first green director yeah I am yes. very green <laughs> as a director you will leave only footprints as long as the four guys that it took to film this movie recycle we're ahead <laughs> Oh, he jo- oh Soderbergh. Erin Erin is now so she's, she she controls from from through text messages. She she uh, he uh, he directed the Liberace movie. Did you see that? Yeah, and that was why he kind of I think he's just kinda, he's already he's no because after you made Michael Douglas like make out with Matt Damon, you're kind of like like also just, what else? What's am I left? Yeah. <laughs> I'm the Neil Armstrong of, of directors. No, but he uh, I think he was frustrated that he couldn't get that movie. You know, I guess he saw it as a I could be. He, couldn't, he couldn't get it made in 3D. That was his big... Exactly. Coming at you. He wanted the IMAX money. And he I, once, I once... Uh, you know, I saw the writing on the wall with Liberace. I didn't see that he was going to be around too much longer. Uh, big... You, you suspected me? I did. I was, did. So we were making a police academy, and um, I was in Canada, and I suggested to the producer that... I said, hey, you know these bad guys we're, we're, we're catching at the end of the movie? What if we establish them at the very early scenes? Because there's a scene right now at the beginning with these guys breaking the law. What if they're the same guys? You know, I was suggesting a story. And I got berated. Like, I've been in the business for 35 years, blah, blah, blah. You know, I got chewed out hard. So I went to the airport, flew to New York City, and bought Liberace tickets in the middle of the production. <laughs> so they're trying to give me my call for the next morning and they're freaking out. And they go, and they finally get Tim Kazaritsky. And they go, where is he? And they go, oh, he went to New York. Nobody gave him permission to go to New York. What is he doing? He said he was going to see Liberace. <laughs> and I did. And I went and I saw him. It was an amazing show. And I bought tons of Liberace. Uh, like, he had everything you'd want. Like, soap on the rope. Seriously, not, not even winking. Like, Liberace soap on the rope. And, and, I, and I just came back. I was 40 minutes late to call. And I just handed out all these Liberace <laughs> gifts to the crew that had been waiting around. All right. That's, that, 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 that concludes the, uh, uh, the uh, discussion portion of the meeting and we have to move on to the, your favorite part the Dungeons and Dragons portion let's bring up uh, Spencer Crittenden our Dungeon Master wow that went fast yeah it does and look what time it is uh oh Jeff Davis would love that uh oh Jeff Davis is one of those guys that insists that, that, it's, that it's uncanny how many times he sees 9-11 on a clock 
I, I, I am a I am a I am a died in the wool skeptic about this this idea. This idea you just that notice that you don't notice nine thirteen. You notice nine eleven. Jeff thinks that he sees nine eleven on a clock and on a watch, an inordinate. Does he feel like he's going to stop it from happening again? I, I, is it like Mothman? But yeah, I, 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 he, he just stops there. He just did likes he, to have a little magic. How did in his he life. feel about the bombing in Benghazi? Did he see that coming? <laughs> it's you not, think no about numbers. it all the time. Odds <laughs> are. Oh, hello. They have to give it a number. Hello, Spencer. How are you? Great. How are you? You rolled in tonight at like, uh, uh, like, 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 right on the nugget. Like we were, <laughs> we were concerned, not about you. Yeah. <laughs> I said not, and then stammered, and then said about you. I think, so. I think before we go forward, I feel that you guys need to talk about something. <laughs> I think, oh, you, you, I think there's something going on, and let's just get it out. And Spence? I just, yeah, I mean, okay, you were talking about, like, fat, long-haired beard guys and how that look wasn't for you, like, earlier on in the show. What's that all about? What, what's wrong with that look? Me? No, no, Dan. I want that look. Yeah, Dan's no, trying said, to get I, away well, I, from it. I'm He's, abandoning it. You're 20... 12? What are you? I am 2012. <laughs> you're, you're, you're so 2008. I'm so 2000 and late. Uh, the, 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 I mean, you're, you don't have crow's feet. You don't have, like, gray hairs coming out of your nose. You can, you can, you can pull off the mountain man look and be an actual mountain man. I look like a troll in the mountain. <laughs> That, 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 that your people would sacrifice a virgin to just to keep it raining on time. That was exactly what I was fishing for. Yeah. Well, good, because I thought I was starting another of my classic fights. Uh, why couldn't I just say I'm sorry? <laughs> it's, it's so, why do you insist on being right? I don't, if I, you know. You want to be happy or you want to be right? <laughs> There's two lines. Well, but that's a, that's a case where, where, where me being right made him happier, right? Like, right, but I mean, like, sometimes you'll concede and you go, huh, I'm right, but that person's just being an idiot right now, and that's human. You think I should have let Spencer be an, an idiot? Well, I'm not implying he's an idiot. I'm talking about you your fights. you guys need to talk? But... No. <laughs> Spencer and I are good. <laughs> well, I'm not sure I like how you've been undercutting me. <laughs> Who, me? I'm just stirring up conflict. I, I, which makes the show interesting, but I've got a little acid going down in my throat right now. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, he definitely, yeah, physically, like, he looks like he could pop and, like, like take off your arm. That's what you mean, right? No? No, not at all. Oh. I, I, honestly, when I look at him, I, I never thought threatening, even though he is a, a Bob says man. he thinks he can kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's also bring out our, our, our campaign co-players, co Kumail Nanjiani and Aaron McGathy. Hello. I'm sorry if we were long-winded. You guys were probably waiting to come out. No, Have you no, ever no, been right. to this show? <laughs> Right this around. is the show. It was awesome. I always target like 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 nine ish uh, for to start playing D and D, but but what? But I saw the show a bunch, and I think I think as soon as I get in Jeff's seat, I'm gonna shape this thing up. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna make this commercial, <laughs> like your movies. Yeah. <laughs> that's hey, not that's, a slam. That's a compliment. Yeah, I am. It These really people, is. Clearly, they're not familiar with my movies. They make hundreds of dollars. <laughs> hundreds. They're awesome movies, but you know. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah I don't make them for everybody. I make them for 50-year-old 
dudes who were in Police Academy. <laughs> this really is the get off my lawn show. I'm, uh, we may have to have, Dan and I may have to have our own show called yeah. Get Off My Lawn. We'll just have a giant inflatable cane and we'll just shake it like, uh, at, at different Talking about things. how, oh, I gotta pee four times a night. <laughs> Aaron, was, Aaron was noticing the, the hair's coming out of my nostrils uh, on the way over here. Just the, one. You tried to tuck it in and realized that it was actually yeah. coming out so and, 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 and then you said something like, like, like oh, I can't take it or something. I, I was like, oh man, what if she really can't take it? She's 12 years younger than me. She's going to no. see so much worse. No, no, no. It, it wasn't that I can't take that you have hair growing out of your nose. I don't know. I guess maybe it is. Maybe it's, <laughs> <laughs> not what I think about it. No, it's um, not a cute look. No. I, I mean, I can clear. There's, no, it, it I have, can be I have cut. Friends, I, mean, I have friends who are 27, 28 who have uh, nose clippers. Yeah. So. But I, I, Schraub got one of those, and he you know, did that thing where you put it up there, and you do all that. And he said that that's like... It makes it real sharp. Yeah, and itchy. It's like having 5 o'clock shadow in your nose. And then also he's convinced that it just... That, that, and I don't know if this is a myth. But no, guys believe it. it that the it hair, gets, when you shave hair, that it starts. But it's not back. talking to the follicle. The end of the hair that you're cutting off is not. It's dead. It's not talking to the follicle to be like, hey, I we're out. Talk to it a little bit. I talk to it a little bit. How does it talk to it a little bit? There are there are plants in the Amazon that look exactly like the snake whose venom they cure. What? <laughs> Wait, did you just have a stroke? <laughs> I am. Uh, there are. There there are, there are plants. I can't call bullshit on that. That's just too weird. There are, you just pull that out of your ass. There are like, plants yeah, in right. the Amazon that are shaped like, like, like they look like the species of snake. Like the leaf has like little things coming off of it, and the, and the pattern on the leaf like makes it look like the snake that that the leaf's juice cures the venom of. It's a prepositional nightmare. <laughs> Yeah, that's what. That's actually what the paper that was written on it said. There's going to be a lot of fucking prepositions in this. Just, uh, just, just, just assume magic's real. Wait, so <laughs> the human eyes so really so, complicated. So do people not use it to get over a snake bite? They go, ha, ah, that's that snake that bit me. Yeah. And they go, ironically, that would actually cure you. <laughs> yeah. Really weird about it. It's a nightmare. I remember I found and the plant. The people used to use the plant to get over the snake bite. So the plant very recently started yeah. going. Yeah. Ah, maybe I'm the snake. Yeah, uh, you know <laughs> that's what? what scares you so much. You, that you killed, keep uprooting me. You killed my entire family <laughs> for your selfish means. Oh, I don't want to die. Really from a snake bite. mutation. Maybe we're just here on this planet. I was, all, I was, all I'm saying is, like, I'm not an intelligent design person. I'm just, but I, but I'm also not a geneticist. And we keep finding out new things about how genes are stimulated and talk to each other and like, like, like what happens. I, I, I think it's possible. I just mean physically, if you just think of one hair, but it's what if, dead. But what if the follicle... You, so you're you, saying your nose hairs out of spite are growing longer? That's what he's saying. No, I think there was... They could be... They could be... I'm way out of my league He's here. saying it's out of spite. This is, this no, is it's like, not out of spite. It's out of protection. They're that, growing longer. This guy lives in an environment that depletes nose hair. That's he needs that, more. That's something that's, that mothers, mothers tell their daughters when they're like 9, 10 and really want to shave their legs. Doing, women have this... Yeah, they experience. warn you. What's yeah, they're like, well, honey, I would let you start shaving your legs, but it's going to start growing back like a black, gnarled bush if you start... Uh, I figured out how it could make sense scientifically, is that if you if you cut the hair on your nose and then now more dust is going in, then there's some signal like, oh, too much dust, grow my, more hair. Maybe. I'm, I'm going to end this argument right now. <laughs> by, the, by With that? <laughs> 
I just walked away. I shaved my head. <laughs> there you go. By this theory, I should look like Dan. <laughs> uh, I, speaking of, everybody uh, got sad over there. <laughs> Yeah, I, they don't know. They're, they're, well, they're 25, so when they're 35, they'll start to laugh at, 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 at baldness, right? Yeah, it's like they're like, oh man. Yeah, I found, what does he do at night? I found like a month ago, I found a uh, gray pubic hair, and I literally where wanted, on my pubes. Oh. But it was your body. It, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I wasn't. Having You're at a bus stop and you uh, looked yeah. under the bench. And I thought like you yeah. found it like in a hamper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was having sex with a, with a grandmother, and I was like, oh yeah. my god. Yeah, yeah. Everybody likes to pull some steel wool. <laughs> when I find out my fans are old, it really bummed me out. Is it like, true? Is a bunch of age-appropriate women were flirting with me one night, and I wanted to drink. I was like, oh my god, I could pull so much steel wool. These saber-toothed tigers are really trying to fuck me. Is it true that Jeremy Piven and uh, uh, Richard Gere only fuck old women with candy bars? I was trying to Wait, bring it up. you know, gerbils? I actually was at a show, and this woman, she, uh, my brother had just died, and she says, uh, I heard your brother died. I go, yeah. She says, I have cancer. Do you want me to say hi to him? Oh, God. By the way, she was flirting. <laughs> well, she and my wife her. was like, was she really coming on to you with the, pulling the cancer card? I was like, she was super hot. She was really thin. <laughs> was she hot? Uh, no, no. She definitely, though, if you looked at her, she definitely... <laughs> And and a cancer, cancer vibe. Yeah. yeah. I would give anything to follow that woman for a day and see all of the inappropriate jokes that she makes. <laughs> or maybe that's Can I cut in line. front of you in line? My kids are about to bury me. <laughs> yeah. At Starbucks, she's like, my name's Cancer. I mean, Amy. But, <laughs> but put ginger on the cup because, yeah, I, I'm more cancer than person at this yeah. point. So like, just write yeah. cancer Just now the... I started feeling bad that I told that story, but then I realized it happened two years ago, so there's no oh. way she... your brother in heaven now. <laughs> no, my brother. My brother is this crazy biker guy who I don't think she would punch. You know, he used to hunt from his house. It's going to get too, it'll take too long to explain this. We should just, we'll put an asterisk there and come back. Are you talking about the ironically but reciprocally nicknamed Kitten Goldthwait? No, my, my older brother, I spoke at his funeral. He used to, he was a poacher. Like when he died, he's, he lived in central New York, so he's a, a game poacher. Um, like the I thought game, that was only a cartoon villain occupation. No, no, no. <laughs> no, the, the warden, his kids would tell me the game warden used to come in the house and, and bust open the lock on his freezer. Wow, he was like his joker. <laughs> he had like the, the actual game warden, he would have to run out the back door. The stories with him just go on and on. We're not oh going to start. Do you know he, if your brother ever watched Captain Planet? No. No. He but was a biker a, guy. Right, right, right. My Older brother, than Bob biker guy. hunter, because he... Okay, I'll quickly tell a fast story. My brother, he he had this house, and he was living with his family at the time, these kids, and I was worried that he, he didn't... This house did, needed new windows and installation, uh, installation so I, I gave him some money for it, and then I drove out to make sure he spent it on it. And, um, and he did, lo and behold, have new windows in the house. He lived... It was in the middle of nowhere. And I went up and in the bathroom, I saw that one of the windows were broke. And, uh, and uh, well, first, first there's corn in the front yard and in the backyard and just no rows. It's just growing up. It's like psycho corn. 
And, um, and my, my friend Tony goes, uh, he's with me, he goes, what's the deal with all the corn? He goes, oh, you know, it's for the deer. And um, Tony goes, oh, you help them through the winter? And he goes, no, I'm going to blast them. So is there like blood on the corn? No, that's a good title for his autobiography, his, his bio. The Bobcats so, brother. So, so I go up to the bathroom and the window is broke. And I go, what happened to this window? It's brand new. And he goes, yeah, I had a problem with recoil. <laughs> so my brother was shooting deer on the toilet. <laughs> And that's not a makeup story. Just like one-handed. You know, so I use like my phone on the toilet. No, he would that's, shoot. That's extra crazy when you can a rifle. That, that rare euphemism for taking a shit, uh, shoot, shooting deer. No, <laughs> is that really one? No. I'm pretty. I'm gonna shoot some deer. I'm gonna shoot some deer. I gotta go shoot um, some deer. I thought it's gonna shoot. I just had a. I just had a fawn. I really thought yeah. I was gonna shoot more oh, deer. Yeah. I need more my, roughage. I just my, shot a fawn. My my brother. I just shoot. Want to go hunting? Meet me in the kitchen. My brother, so we're leaving, and, Tony, and my, my friend Tony goes, he sees this woodchuck, and he goes, what is that? That's a woodchuck? And my brother goes, yeah. And then we're driving down the driveway, and we just hear, kaboom! And Tony's like, I fingered that woodchuck? I go, yeah. Yeah, that woodchuck's dead. Because you pointed it out. Yeah, you squealed on that woodchuck. That woodchuck would have had a long life, but you pointed him out to my brother. And when he died, the priest at the funeral was like, Tommy loved the outdoors and he loved animals. And then I went on after the priest in in church, which is weird. uh, And I go, uh, uh, my brother, uh, he loved to kill animals, Father. And he he loved to do it indoors, mostly. There's a lot of deer out in the woods going, whew. <laughs> wow. All right. All Did right. you think I came from normal stock? <laughs> I always I would have pictured that your your brother of yours would have like a cardigan and have like a, a den and three kids that he never hit, you know. So he would always bring over bikers and, and my mother would be like, You can't wear that Harley's the best fuck the rest t shirt in my house. So they would wear their shirts inside out and be like, This is low life, you met little shit, this is big shit, this is beaver. These would be all of his friends. Little shit and big shit? Yeah, they both shits were there. Are they, are they brothers? Oh when my brother are died they related? Oh, no, but when my brother died, I didn't know how to find these guys. I go, I don't know who Beaver really is. What What's his name? It'd be funny if you looked in the book and it was just beaver, beaver. little shit, big, big shit. Shit, comma, <laughs> little. Shit. Yeah, shit, comma. There's like three of them and you have to call it. Like, from, uh, are you the, uh, are, you, are you the shit, are you from the Hampton shits? Yeah. <laughs> and one's just Jason shit. Uh, a family of all deer that have been dropped. Uh, <laughs> or shot, sorry. You don't drop deers, you shoot them. Rhetoric Coffee is a subscription service delivering the best coffee you've ever tasted. That's not hyperbole. Rhetoric Coffee commissions original art directly from comic book artists and then hand screen prints them on each bag. Each one you receive is a special life and is a unique, organic work of art. Feel good about drinking ethical coffee for once in your life, you horrible monster. Rhetoric goes above and beyond fair trade, not just for their coffee, but in how they pay the artists. The relationship with their artists allows the artist to continue making prints of their original work while allowing them full use for Rhetoric's projects. 
Everybody wins. Except Afghanistan. Each roast is completely unique. You won't taste these complex flavors anywhere else. Their commitment to quality is top-notch. They are drinking what they are selling. Now, people at Reddick will tell you that their coffee is not conflict coffee. I'm not totally certain. But they, they, they keep protesting that it's not, which makes me wonder whether or not all of their coffee is conflict. Go to rhetoriccoffee.com, sign up, and use the promo code FERAL for 30% off your first roast. F-E-R-A-L is how feral is spelled. Just volunteered that for you. Spencer, did you know that all of me undies are made out of rhetoric coffee? Yeah. That, that's, that's how they get their underwear so soft? That's how they get that distinctive crunch. Whoa. This is synergy. That's rhetoric, R-H-E-T-O-R-I-C, you post-Trump millennial illiterate. Um, rhetoric is spelled with an H, like rhesus monkey. Oh, yeah, that clarified it for you because you're so <laughs> fucking smart, dipshit. That's rhetoric, R-H-E-T-O-R-I-C, coffee.com. Sign up and use the promo code FERAL for 30% off your first roast. Only available on the dark web. <laughs> <laughs> Next to a picture of of Adam Baldwin's balls. All right. Uh, All right, Spencer, go. <laughs> when we last met. Do we have, do we have D, D music? All right. Should we should, I should pant the character sheets, go? Yeah, I should, because... Holy shit, I'm I, so uh, Plus can... one versus uh, pussy. See, seeing that I'm Jeff... Please give me that character sheet. I don't know what. Where, where did Jeff leave off? Uh, well, we'll, we'll find out. out. Yeah, you'll recap he'll, he'll it recap, for us. All right, go, go ahead, Spencer. You can recap it. I'm about to. <laughs> Last time on Harmon Town, our party had been defeated by a squad of blade-armed shadows. Choked to unconsciousness by acrid, shadowy smoke and lacerated by many bladed limbs, the gang was unconsciously dragged off into the darkness beyond the Ebon Gate. Our gang awoke, hurting and exhausted. This is kind of funky. I dig it, though. In the middle of a massive circular ring, crowds of shadows were in attendance, watching the center of the ring. Our heroes quickly discovered they were chained together and anchored to a wall and also guarded by a group of shadow men. Their situation seemed hopeless. They stared intently at a large, breffy-like man who was forced to fight his own shadow. Trying to burst their chains, the group could only struggle in vain as they watched the shadow tear breffy too, limb from limb. The shadow, triumphantly, there's so many shadows, Jesus Christ. <laughs> triumphantly took to the stands and the shadow men guarding our heroes dragged them towards the center ring. They were met by familiar faces. It was their own shadows. Combat is now. Fighting is happening. Battle is current. Wow, you kind of synced up as much as possible, even when there's some weird public domain. Uh, yeah, fuck music. Yeah. You, you, your, your dungeon master recap still comes in at, uh, at, a, at a punctuated time. Did you see I got my special D&D gold microphone? I'm like the asshole at the bar who brings his own like cue stick, you know? <laughs> I had to switch it out. Uh, visual jokes work great on podcasts. That mic is Thank so much you. better. Could you just leave it on? It's fairly standard to just leave it on. He's, tried to He's point noticed it out. two men. 
All right, so we're all unchained and we're all facing shadow versions of ourselves. Yeah, the, you guys faced off. Uh, Mulran, you were piloted by, was it Denise? Yeah, Denise. Denise. Yeah. Well, you were piloted by Denise and you fired off yeah, some Denise arrows. And you hit one of, one, of the, one of the shadows with your arrows and then they fired arrows and then it was fighting time. All right. Yeah. Thanks, Denise. Hey, what, what time is it? Fighting time. No, no. I wasn't trying to whoop up the it's, crowd. Uh, it's, is it night or day? Who, who let the dogs out? Uh, fighting, fighting time. time. It's getting ready to run. I need to it's, know. It's yeah. It's, it's, it's like the, it's it's the shadowy kind of purgatory like realm where it's always gray and black. It it would be more like nighttime, but at the same time, there's kind of like a. Nah, it's just dark. It's, it's fighting dark. time. But if it's dark, how can we see shadows? Is it That's sepia, true. like Bob's dreams? Um, you are a gnome, and you have low-light vision, which lets you yeah. see a little bit better than your average person. So you can kind of see these, the, you know... You yeah, can that's why I noticed that I've got that ability. So uh, sh- it's all on my shoulders, really. <laughs> Tiny, short shoulders. You're, you're like three feet tall, by the way. Yeah, the so character we- I'm playing... Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because a lot of these people have never been exposed to me, and I don't want you putting they that They saw out. you walk in. They think I'm Danny DeVito right now. <laughs> Do they think you're, like, way much, way closer? <laughs> Do you look normal size like Gandalf? <laughs> That's a perspective joke. Thank you. And sorry to ask this again, but as you know, I'm sometimes drunk when we're playing. I, I got my, I got, we, we got our spells kind of reset a little bit. Yeah, you, you guys regained all your health and your spells came back. Um, I don't know if it was your chains dissolving or the dark sun shining, but uh, one of the two did it. You know what it is. I don't recall. I explicitly said one of those two, and I, I currently oh, don't okay. remember. Spencer, what's Coco's status? Is she fighting her own you, shadow? You're, you have have Shadow Coco, but there isn't uh, like a Shadow Coco doppelganger facing her down. So okay, I guess you but guys Shadow Coco's good, or she's suddenly like, oh, shut the she hasn't shadows turned are... on you yet. I mean, who knows, man? Okay. <laughs> so what do we do? We got initiative, or what? Who's who's going first? Uh, Mulray went first. I like to just go in towards me order. So I'm gonna go, go to you next. All right. I got this level three spell called Suggestion. Yeah. And uh, I'd like. Uh, is that the kind of spell I could use to maybe turn these guys against each other? Uh, a suggestion. Suggestion's spell would um, it would make him kind of regard you better or like take a uh, take an action maybe, but it won't let him turn on his friends or like do something. But charm suicidal. person would do that maybe, right? Maybe, but these aren't people; they're monsters. You're, so is your mama. That's true. <laughs> really good. Show. She's a monster. <laughs> and listen to the podcast. Uh, does she really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does she a monster? No, no, no. no does no, she no, no, listen no. to the podcast? Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Spencer's mom. She's you lovely. You monster. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> She'll hear it. It'll be great. <laughs> um, okay, so, yeah. It's, it's still your turn. I don't think you cast anything, right? Uh, all right, fuck it. Then, uh, uh, speaking of your mama, I would like to cast Summon Monster 3. <laughs> Your mom's a level three monster. Uh, what monster did you want to summon there? 
Uh, how about that? How about that classic? Uh, isn't there, isn't there uh, uh, some kind of orangutan or something? Or, how about how about my my scorpions, uh, Keith and David? All right, yeah. I'll start with Keith. <laughs> well, okay. So you, since you're casting someone level three, you can actually cast two scorpions since they're oh, lower okay. level. Oh, okay. Keith and David. Yeah. Bring yeah. them from there. From there. Keith and David launch into being and clack slowly towards the foes. Um, they attack uh, Chris DeBerg as well as... Uh, what? Oh. Shadow Chris oh, DeBerg. Please, please say that. I, I, going forward, I will. As well as Shadow Sharpie. Keith makes his mark, but David is not so lucky. Keith deals... Four damage to Shadow Christaberg. Lame. Yep. <laughs> At the same time, Shadow Quark leaps across the battlefield and launches himself directly. At no, I'm sorry, Shadow Sharpie. Ah, ah. Go ahead. Shadow What's Sharpie. Do you want to talk about something tonight? You, 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 you came. My late. mom's a racist. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom's gonna love this episode. I know. <laughs> Is she really? I mean, we all are a little bit, but yeah. is your mom more than that? Like, a little bit more than that. Like, okay, tell us about this. She's like, I'm not racist against Mexicans, I just don't like that they all tag our city. <laughs> That's more than a little racist than average. Oh, my baseline might be off. <laughs> yeah, your baseline is off. <laughs> Has your mom never met any non-tagging Mexicans? You'd think she would come across some at some point. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. He said something very racist. I, I love I, you, mom. I, oddly enough, she loves Banksy. Yeah. Well, because that's a nice white boy that's doing That's cultured, that. yeah. Yeah, that's an English chap. So you got yeah. a little spat with her because you probably said, well, that's not a, that's not a logical statement, and then you guys got in a classic generational little tete-a-tete. Little, little yeah, well, in my family, we have this thing where, like, I colloquially use racism as, like, you know, being conscious of, ra of race in a kind of denigrating fashion, but the textbook definition of racism is, like, actually finding people of less value. So according to my family, it's fine if you're like, yeah, all Armenians are trying to get your money because that's not necessarily a terrible thing. It's just like a generalization. Right. And you don't see it as racist because it's just like a racial thing. Yeah, yeah. Since you've moved out a couple of weeks ago, have you have you hung out with your family? Uh, I mean, my mom's birthday was not too long ago. No, it wasn't that. It was Mother's Day, huh? Whatever. Some sort of <laughs> mother-centered... I Some see. reason I had to go over there. I don't know. I really uh, remember harvest of the uterus. Uh, there was pizza. Oh, it's what I love when people say really racist stuff, but have I was looking for this house, uh, uh, this place, and uh, the guy who was like run the landlord guy was like, you know, and it's great and everything's great, and he's like, you know, I love everyone, every, you know, uh, all kinds of people live here. I'm not racist, Ex you know, except I don't rent to any Koreans because you know everyone hates Koreans. And we were like. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. <laughs> Who are you hanging out with? I, I knew a landlord that would use the term, uh, he kept saying that he didn't like the Mediterraneans. <laughs> No idea who the Mediterraneans oh, yeah, were. That's, that's really a, that's those a, mer people. <laughs> yeah. 
That's nice. I like that. That's, that's got to be a hard like needle to thread in the like the grocery store, like like, like at, a, at a at a glance, you know? Like who's? Uh, well, I really wanted the place, so I jumped in. Yeah, those Mediterraneans. <laughs> who, who am I slamming right now? I have no idea. The Greeks. The there's a lot of the Mediterranean. All right. Generally swarthy people, I think. Your mom is what she's trying to put in that box. Spencer, can I listen to the show with your mom? Uh, I would recommend it. This would be a good one. Wait, listen to this part. I got about to talk about your uterus. <laughs> I got my, my mom first have uh, a uterus. My first two-bedroom apartment I got in in, in Las Vegas. The uh, the neighbor came over and uh, there was a sign in the in the driveway, like a construction sign that he said, I, "I you have to move that every time you pull into park and then move it back after after you pull your car in." I I put it there because you know the, the ethnics they pull into the driveway and they and they honk to each other and uh, it's. I'm like, 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 that, like, he, it's one thing to just, to just, to just have a racist thing in your head, but, but, like, he, he picked something up and moved it because, because he had come to find something that was true, that when he said it out loud, like, made as much sense as a Dr. Seuss, like, yeah. like, like the ethnics pull in and honk yeah. at the other ethnics. These are not stereotypes. You're making it up. Uh, You're making up new stereotypes. Yeah. You know how Russians hate elevators? What? No. <laughs> Black people have huge knees and they love carrots. They want. They just. There's a. Uh, uh, I'm friends with Jay Chandrasekhar, who do, who's in Broken Lizard, directed Super Troopers and all of those, and he's in those movies. Right after like the terrorist stuff, he was walking outside of a. He like walked out of a convenience store, and this group of like three guys were like shaved heads. He was like, "Oh fuck!" And they were, were like, "You, hey, you fucking towel head, we're gonna shoot you, you fucking towel!" Like yelling stuff at him. And then one guy walked up and was like. Super Troopers? <laughs> yeah. And then they were like, we love you! And they got pictures with them. So well, if you're famous enough, they I, won't be racist to well, you. Well, here's the equivalent. For, for, uh, you know, for years, like, I wouldn't even go to a bar or stuff because it'd just be like all these knucklehead jocks, like, you know, putting, you know, me in headlocks, going, police academy, bro, I can't believe it. You know, and it sounds like a weird thing to complain about to 25 year olds, but it, it's a real thing in my life. So I was in a bar and I'm walking and I see the dudes, he's, they're coming, right? And they, it's gonna happen. I can smell, I know, I know them now so well. And they're heading towards me and they go, Bobcat. I go, hi, hi. They go, nobody makes dark comedies like you, bro. Oh. And I go, what was the fucking point? Why did I change careers? It doesn't matter. I should have done Dancing with the Stars. It really doesn't matter. Warren's his dad was the bomb. Yeah, I was like, oh, it really doesn't matter. Those broken glasses in the library at the Twilight Zone. I think it's your turn, right? I was still going. Yeah. Yeah. He, Launching got... himself directly at Sharpie, Shadow Sharpie's arms are wreathed in electrical crackling energy. Uh oh. Yeah. Let's see. Maybe I can learn some moves from this guy. <laughs> yeah, think? I can get songwriting tips from my guy. Yeah. <laughs> I can feel the hair. He knows it. It just looks like I'm a cokehead because I just I can't. <laughs> I you, don't you should trim I'm sorry, those. It's fine, it's fine. My dad and my grandfather have like a lot of hair in their ears, and I would always like make fun of them. And it's fucking happening, you guys. <laughs> yeah. It's associated with math teachers. There's always a math teacher thing. Just hair. <laughs> That's another stereotype. Yeah, fuck those guys with Mediterranean math teachers. How <laughs> oh, they love to honk. 
Those dirty, honking Mediterranean man teachers. <laughs> two plus two is Aunga Bounga. I don't know what a Mediterranean says. I love olives. Cocoa butter. <laughs> I love, give me more cocoa butter. <laughs> so hot down here. Uh, so he attacked. And he misses. He flies directly and lands belly first in the dirt. I'm putting it at Quark's turn, who's All played right. by you. All right. So um, I want to cast the spell. Uh, a spell. I think it's a, a. It's a. It's a one, and it's the dancing lights. Yeah. So dancing lights conjures several dancing lights. <laughs> what are you, I knew that. And, and so if you do that, you know, you'll be able to control them and make them kind of move around and dance. Really, I'm trying to choose confuse what color and they make are. the. Uh, are you trying to start a party? I want, the, I want the shadows to disappear with the lights. All right. I like that. That's, All right. That's not bad. Right? No, it's great. I like that. Summoning forth several tiny bursts of light. You Can notice. I sing Dancing Queen while this happens? I'd recommend it. They're going to be distracted. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah. I'll sing Dancing Queen just to distract you. You notice your lights are uh, rather Dancing supernaturally Queen. dim. They don't even seem to be lighting up much at all. It's as if the shadow plane dampens lights. Uh, now we both have oh, to like drag. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. At the same time, Shadow Quark launches himself at real time Christaberg, swinging his blade wickedly. Oh, wow. Striking Christaberg squarely in his jaw. It's a bad place to strike squarely. <laughs> Dealing seven damage. Whatever, you decided that. The die didn't say John. At... I have a dice that says John. Do you really? No. Okay. <laughs> wow, you sold the shit out of that. He, he should have held up his fist when he said that. <laughs> I got a choice that says John with your name on it. Right. It's got two sides, your face and it, it. It's your ass. <laughs> All right, so that happens. Uh, putting it at Christaberg's turn. All right, well, I don't really have... Oh, I have a poison dagger. True. I tie a rope to it. God damn it. I can throw a dagger, right? You can throw a dagger. Yeah, so I tie it to a rope, and I throw it at, uh, uh, which one's closest to me? Which one's the biggest target? Uh, the closest is Shadow Sharpie right now. All right, I go, can I just stab Shadow Sharpie with it? Am I close enough to stab him? Uh, you could, yeah. Yeah, let's just do that. All right. I still tie the rope just because I like that. <laughs> All right, you stab Shadow Sharpie in the gut with your dagger. Uh, the poison soaks into his body, and uh, he takes six damage. All right. He doesn't seem to be affected by the poison, which is weird. It happens. What about the rope? Uh, the rope is still attached to the knife, I imagine. He doesn't seem to be affected by the rope. <laughs> Is that so you can pull your dagger back? Yeah, so I can throw it, it and yeah. then pull it back. Why I mean, it's use, not a string. I you should have used tying a rope that would be like thicker than a knife, like tying it to a... You should have used bungee. Uh, it's like Scorpion. Do you know Mortal Kombat? Get over here. I'm trying to do that move. Right. Shadow Christopher hides among the shadows. You should have tied oh, it to a boomerang. <laughs> do we, I don't have a boomerang. A boomerang will come back anyway. 
Yeah, but you tie a knife to a boomerang. That will, now, that will, knife to, that will fuck a bitch up. A knife orang. A knife orang. We gotta patent this. Putting it in. Uh, Mulrain's turn. Uh, what is Shadow Coco's relationship with Shadow Mulrain? That would not be something you could divine in a glance or two. Interesting. Uh, Coco. I feel like you're jealous of Shadow Mulray. And like a very... uh, uh, I mean, she looks thinner. She's so dark. That's a very... (laughs) Uh, uh, Coco. Shadow Coco. Will you approach... Mulrain and try to get Shadow Mulrain and get her to uh, to mount you. Yes. Shadow Coco doesn't talk. Well, does, does she do it? She's slowly. Are you writing her? Yeah. What are you hoping I'm to not, accomplish? I have a plan, you guys. Well, are you writing her? Am I writing her? No, I am not okay, writing so, her. Yeah, she walks off a whiff. Okay. Well, can I tell her my entire plan then? No, nah, she's already doing it. You could call it out to her. Should well, we give then, ever, then the shadows will hear. All right, fine. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm able to control my voice in a way where she hears me and the, and the shadows don't hear me. A soliloquy. Coco! Coco, this is my idea. <laughs> You're going to approach Shadow Mulrain and do that thing with your back that makes us want to mount you. <laughs> and are we near any cliffs? No, no, you're in the middle of a giant arena type thing. Oh, an arena. But there, there are walls to the They're arena. giant walls are really far off, though. Okay, well, no, that's fine, because Coco's fast. Yeah. Coco, you're going to get Shadow Mulrain to mount you, and then I know how we always talk about physics when we're writing. You're going to run as fast as you can towards one of the walls and stop just short of the wall, and then Shadow, Shadow Mulrain will <laughs> fly into the wall and, and surely die 100%. Yeah, do you do you have Surely. Do you have that die, Spencer? That's just a coin flip for that. Anyway, yeah, so she hears your plan, presumably, and is trotting off, um, you know, and then kinda looks at, at Shadow Mulrain. I mean, horses can't really communicate very well, especially when they... Oh, yeah, well, you have, you have not looked in the face of a horse, my friend. <laughs> this, this doesn't really have, like, a countenance. It's, like, just dull black. But it's shadow to shadow. It, that's true. That's well, true. Why doesn't it make the, do the thing with the bag that makes them us want to mount them? <laughs> you could consider the... Direct this. quote. <laughs> All right, well, uh, as, you know, Shadow Coco approaches, Mulrain kind of gets jumpy, Shadow Mulrain, and fires off three arrows at Shadow Oh, no. <laughs> Things happen, you guys. Oh, no. <laughs> See, all the, all the ladies in the audience are like, God, the horse. <laughs> Dealing 20 damage. Oh, my no. God. Oh, Shadow Coco. <laughs> uh, can't we just turn on a light? 
Does anyone have a light? That's, yeah, what, that's I was what Disco trying. Boy tried to do. That's, that's what I tried. By the way, we've all tried that. Everyone tries with the light, and it's just the light doesn't work here. It's not. I mean, Jesus Christ! If a, a book of matches would make you a god here, I mean, it's not. It's not, it's, 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 it's not like it's not like having a bucket of water in Witch World. Shadow Cove stumbles as if injured. Oh. <laughs> Duh. Putting it at sharpest turn. You know that old saying. Yeah. Well, didn't, didn't the water melt a witch? Yeah. Yes, the water melted a witch baby. <laughs> <laughs> don't like being patronized. Yeah. Did, did baby make that better or worse? <laughs> the, 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 it worked for me. You would have yeah. me right around my finger. I'd be all right. <laughs> she called me baby. <laughs> you like me. I have these fat baby fingers and I have hair coming out That's of my That's all nose. you thought. Oh, went no. right back to your fingers. Yeah. She says, she calls me baby because my fingers... Because when I like, touch her, she thinks there's a baby molesting me. There's a, a baby... You're being fondled by a baby yeah. with a beard. I love, I love a baby with a beard. Gerbers. I always pictured I always pictured my hands as like Hugh Laurie's hands. I thought the funniest thing that you said about your fingers today was that you're like, yeah, like I had never seen my hands before because you know when you're standing in the mirror you don't look at your hands and I was just like, what? I was like, I know exactly what my hands look like. It's literally a saying that goes, I know it as well as the back of my hand. <laughs> yeah, right. It's, but it's not the tips. But not it's, the tips but of it's, my hand. It's flattering because it means that you're not vain at all, which is Have the reason ever... why I was worried about the nose hairs because I, I love you. I don't care what you what you look like ever. But like <laughs> the idea, but the nose hair thing. The second I saw one, I was like, well, that's it. There's just gonna there's gonna be a waterfall of hair. On your nose. Did you it's ever so... uh, think that that's where he gets his power? <laughs> like From if you pull those nose hairs too. out and you'd be like, he's a, a nasal Samson. Yeah, to bring it all together. I once saw a baby with nose hair. Did you? Really? Whoa. Yeah. Have you ever shook Not a little person's look. hand? You must have been in the Mediterranean. Have you ever shook a... <laughs> yeah, with their nose hair babies. Have you ever shook a little person's hand and their fingers are like cocktail wieners? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? They're really stubby. Yeah, they're soft. And, but like, and I'm like trying to be cool, but I'm like, your fingers are like cocktail wieners. <laughs> I thought of that when I met Billy Barty once. Okay, enough with the name dropping. You wouldn't have to. You wouldn't have to drop that name too far. <laughs> I actually, Billy Barty asked me to go be in his pro-am golf tournament, and I wrote a letter back saying, "Is it mini golf?" That's what I said. I said, "I'm not trying to be cruel here, but are we talking miniature golf or regular golf?" And I never heard back from him. <laughs> Because he's like, dear Mr. Goldswain, you were trying to be cool. You know what? I'm not sending this letter. Yeah. yeah. Well, what's funny is he got that response from every single person. Yeah. Well, okay. Back at my brother's funeral, and I'll be, uh, I'll be off of it. I just wanted to bring everyone up again. One of his pallbearers was a little person, and nobody gave us a heads up. So I looked out, and there's... <laughs> I go, That's not I go, cool. It's 100% true. And I go to my dad, I go, it looks like little Ricky's riding a subway. Because he was hanging on the... <laughs> and then my daughter, my daughter goes, he just got air. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, the alternative is like holding the, the coffin really low. Or, like... or riding it. <laughs> 
That's how my brother would have liked it. Like on a shopping cart, there's a little chair. He's riding it with with some sort of rifle with a scope. That's how my brother would appreciate it. If you are a little person and you're listening to the podcast and you'd like to come down to Harmontown, I'll fly you out and and, and buy buy you drinks for the last five minutes. (laughs) You don't have that kind of money, do you? Your target audience is little people. You could, are you saying because you can put two of them in a seat? <laughs> yeah, I, know, I genuinely feel bad. I feel like there's got to be mean, one. I do too. I, there, there are a lot of wonderful little people in Los Angeles. I know some little people. I do too, but I don't feel yeah. like... It's such a weird thing to say. I'm it's not little, getting, it's so yeah. weird that little people is the politically correct thing to say because it feels so demeaning. That seems even um, bad. I don't, I mean, I honestly... Let's my just brother, call them Dinklages. <laughs> wait, my brother wait, is wait, a little I, person. Can I just say this? He's not, but good, what if he was? A good, a good fourth of this show is dedicated to you guys playing dwarfs and that uh, you're goblins and, and little people. So I think you're, you're down with the little people. Yeah, when, when they have not powers. They're one, of the, they're one of the last... Nice play on words, by the way. Overweight people and, and little people. Uh, where was it? Down with little people. Oh, sorry. But those seem to be the... Never mind, we'll move on. I'm not, I'm not against them. I love their little, little faces. I want to squeeze them. None of this is helping. Uh, I love the rub to their little heads. I once had to hire one to play a pig when I was shooting this thing called... None of this is helping. I was doing this thing called Houdini the Pig, where I had an escape uh, artist Dan, are you going to fly five of them down now? <laughs> All right, we can keep going. Oh, man. Does anyone know about the little person uh, neighborhood in San Diego? Yeah. 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 That's a thing. There's like a there's a street that was made like made by Disney or Theodore Geisel. Or, I think it's Theodore Geisel. Really? Um, yeah. Why where they do that? What if you just well, stumbled into they, that area and you didn't know? Well, you you feel delighted and joyful. I mean, so like, all the, the houses are custom made for like, yeah, little people, so like here? the doors are smaller. And, so he, so he was like pro Starbelly Sneeches, not mixing with the other Starbelly Sneeches. Well, I don't think it was like a ghetto. It was like it, it was like a. There was nice, no wall around it. Uh, no one was sent there. They had a two and a half foot wall. <laughs> They're just they're just keeping their money little. They're doing what the Irish, you know, and the Italians did. Well, we really helped this a hundred percent. Guys, let's uh, let's cut this conversation short and move on. Can I just say this? They were fine with all the uh, bad negative things we were saying about little people, but it was a pun that yeah. broke the crowd. Well, yeah, that's- <laughs> That's what kills it. So that, that, I did it to kill it, and now we move on. They're fine with a, a form of racism, but a pun. Ow, that hurt my brain. Because puns are really the hardest. The puns hold up a mirror. They're the hardest jokes to write, but they're the most loathed. Yeah. Are they really the hardest to write, though? Really? I find them hard. I mean, I guess good one. I don't know. I I, I, I see why they're low humor because they're like, well, they don't elicit any joy. They don't. They, they just make you go, uh, you connected a dot. Like, I see, I see Maybe what they're you not did the there. hardest ones yeah. to write, but they're the hardest ones to do right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. All right. Yeah. So. 
There was what's a going on there. with the game? Putting Make it that Sharpie's turn. <laughs> okay, I, I'm going to uh, 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 take a page from my shadow self's playbook, and I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm cast. Is he still laying there? He's still laying. I'm going to hit him with the shocking grasp. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you find him much easier to hit lying on the ground. <laughs> That's what I said in college. <laughs> Electricity surges through your arm and flows into the uh, lying on the ground wizard. It's my, it's my comedy. 20 damage. Yes. Wow. Wow. Sharpie leaps to his feet and taking a step back, waves his arm. Uh, waves his, just the one arm, I guess. Yeah. Casting a fireball spell. It flies into the middle of your group and uh, hits friend and foe alike. This is the Shadow Sharpie. Though. Yeah, Shadow Sharpie. <laughs> it's a good move, Fireball. Yeah. You still have respect for the Shadow guys? <laughs> That's good stuff. That's, uh, <laughs> everybody but Shadow Christopher gets hit for damage. Fuck yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. No, you got hit too. No. Yes. Oh, Shadow yeah. Christopher. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Fuck. Fuck yeah. I love to get hit. Yeah. Hurt me good. <laughs> okay. Um, real Quark takes 20 damage. Oh! Real Sharpie takes 14 damage. Uh, I gotta write this down. 20. Uh, 14. 17. 20. Okay. <laughs> That's not helping. You, you, we you, can all you. say that, right? Yeah. Real Mulrain takes 13 damage. And real... Did I say real Quark yet? No, real Christoberg takes some damage as well. How much? 15. One five? Yeah. So we all got kind of fucked up. But at the same time, um, re- our Shadow Quark also takes... Oh, that's not bad. 22 damage. Yeah. All right. Oh, uh, he's almost dead, guys. Cool. You guys are almost winning a fight. This is awesome. <laughs> Can we just bring up earlier fights we've had with them? Make them feel bad? <laughs> I guess. That could happen. Putting it at Quark's turn. All right. So, um, so Shadow, I'm going to attack Shadow Quark. Because <laughs> uh, I can move really fast. Yeah. I'm going to hit him with my uh, nutsack. <laughs> you aren't as proficient with your nutsack as you are a sword. Hmm. Okay. I mean, you could do either. Well, maybe. Yeah. Could I hit him with my six knives? Yes. <laughs> okay, that's what I'm gonna hit him with. Does it really say nutsack? Yeah, I have possession? a nutsack. Yeah, it's it's. He uses it to to bribe squirrels that he summons. <laughs> I was wow. never brought that up. So it really is a He's sack full of nuts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. It doesn't. I thought I was gonna teabag my. Uh, <laughs> No, you have to wait till they're dead. Oh. Otherwise, they just attack when they're when, when they're down. Is there a water back in the in the green room there? Somewhere? I'm sitting next to this bucket of vodka, and I, so my first day of sobriety is not going. Yeah, uh, the, the vodka's get, in there. Getting my ass kicked by shadows. And uh, so hello, you, Dan. I understand you. I'm your friend. <laughs> I'm your friend. I care, Dan. I'm assuming you're attacking with a knife. Yeah, I'm a six knife. I oh, thought thank that you so was much. I'm getting super stabby up here. Getting super stabby indeed. Although just a bit stabby, rather. 
You stab Shadow Quark with your knife, dealing four damage. I'm sorry, six damage. Great. I did math wrong. <laughs> it happens. How much, how, many, how much damage do we have to do to kill these guys? Uh, you know, a couple more. Some damage. Mm. He makes it up as he goes along. Am I, am it, I wearing... 16, the, technically. Am I wearing the cloak of resistance this entire time? You are indeed. It gives you a plus one to all saves. Shadow Quark, um, not using his knife, instead opting for his flaming sword, attacks real Quark, um, striking his flank. His flank. Dealing eight damage. Everyone's getting destroyed right now. This is awesome. Um, Putting it at Christopher's turn. All right, well, I take... I have a bola that's... Those, that's like a cat of nine tails kind of thing. It's like uh, it's it's two weights tied together by a cord. Oh, so it doesn't hurt. It just kept it'll do a bit of damage. It'll trip people up, knock people down. I think you forgot my scorpions a couple. It, of it, oh, it, it gives it the uh, tumbawamba effect. Nice. It's the tumbawamba effect. So it'll I'm, pick people up and knock them down. And then you get up again. But they but they'll get up again. That's the problem. It's kind of useless. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in middle school, I went to go buy the Temple One CD, um, but the cover of it was so scary to me because it was like a weird baby, and I was I was about to buy it, and then I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't buy this devil CD, and left it at the thing. Not a not a good story. Let's move on. Well, you dodged a bullet. Yeah. Because it's not. Uh, I wonder what the other songs on that CD were. <laughs> no it's one all, knows. It's all that song over and over. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I think still, that band was kind of like some kind of like hard because they were they were like they were not the kind of band that you'd expect. Like that was like the they, a yeah. weird random yeah. thing they did. They wanted to be the Sex Pistols. Yeah, they were very political. Were they really? Oh, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Yeah, and then that was what hit. You know, that sucks. <laughs> it's like being a big Who fan, and then uh, Squeezebox gets played on the radio, yeah. and you have to explain to your friends they don't suck. Um, is it what did the scorpions do oh they're gonna go after you Um, so if I can use the bolas and get one of them on the ground then uh, sharpie could electrocute them right yep Sharpie, what do you think of that plan? Can I use shopping grasp? Can, can I use shopping grasp again? Yeah, yeah, that's a level one spell. You got quite a few of those to my, as far as I know. And he got someone. Someone's babysitter's calling. I'm going. What, where? What happened to you? Um, um, uh, uh, you owe me six hundred dollars, and I and I I, I, I I put your baby in the oven. Um, because I was thirteen when I got the job, and now I'm experimenting with acid. <laughs> I'm saying the show's going long. Um, <laughs> that was a really fully fleshed out person on the other end of that call. <laughs> they had a whole arm. They had a lot of backstory. I'm going to make a request to the Tumblr community to unpack that with, uh, with pictures. Um, so I, I do the bola and I uh, uh, get one of them down. Which one? Which one? Uh, let's do one that has good health. Good health. That would be Mole Rain or you can't see your doppelganger. So probably Mole Rain or Sharpie. Let's do let's do Sharpie. Alright. Because he fucked us with those fireball things. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, you hit him. Okay. Um it, it strikes his his legs and it wraps around his legs and with a start he falls over kinda like a, a felled tree. <laughs> striking the ground with great vigor and aplomb. Great. So next, <laughs> Sharpie. Next time you can just go over and 
Keith, well, yeah. Keith and David, the scorpions, wheel around and pull up on, sh- on Quark, Shadow Quark, rather, pull and strike on. his surface. It <laughs> sounded a lot more feasible in my headspace. <laughs> For the purest, I already rolled the attacks earlier. I'm not just bullshitting this. Dealing two and five damage to Quark. Oh, man. Why always me? Oh, Shadow Quark. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, Shadow Quark. This is very confusing. Okay. I need to get a diagram. Man, these scorpions suck as much as the band. Some monsters aren't that great, yeah. But it happens. You want to... Do you want another turn, or should we cut it soon? Um, I, well, I, I... I'd like to go. I bet. <laughs> like leave or do a turn? A turn no, do a turn. Home. I'd like to have a turn. All right. You want to shoot, you have, you have to shoot some deer? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta blast them. <laughs> Is there Man, a toilet really nearby? Murdered some deer. <laughs> Don't go in there for 20 minutes. <laughs> Seriously, I shot a bear. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I gotta go so bad right now. I'm, I'm falling. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna look at you guys. I'm just, uh... um, may I? May I uh, summon the great and powerful marbles, the monkey? Yes. <laughs> you should have said no. I know what I mean. <laughs> who, are, who are you attacking? We murder the monkey. <laughs> yeah, who are you attacking at? Um, Marbles is going to attack all the shadows. And can I give him some tools? No. <laughs> give, him okay. a, give him a little outfit and a tricycle. <laughs> <laughs> and a mouth gag. Hey, man, that's not cool to monkeys. <laughs> just, the, just the one target. All right. Um, uh, who has the most? Uh, Maybe the one down on the ground is would be. I don't know. I don't know. I just you know I did something and I feel like. <laughs> I I send marbles towards. Who's the one down on the ground? Well, Sharpie's Sh- down, but Quark is almost dead. Yeah, Sharp, Shadow Sharpie's on the ground. Quark is on the ropes. All right. Well, I guess Shadow I could Quark. do that. I just I really believe in marbles. I think that he could do a lot of damage to someone who had a lot to lose. Sure, man. Monkeys will fuck you up. <laughs> yeah, go for a strong one. Okay. Who's the strongest right now? Mulrain. That's debatable. Probably Mulrain has the most health. <laughs> I don't know why I'm flattered. I mean, it's not me. It's Shadow Mulrain. Um, uh, Even Mulrain is not you. What? <laughs> 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 uh, I, I, uh, what? <laughs> Attack Shadow Mulrain! That happens, yeah. Um, Bubbles leaps atop Shadow Marbles! Bubbles. Bubbles is Michael Jackson's monkey. No. Yeah. I'm an old man now. No, bubbles are useless. Marbles hit things. Was there and another get summon marbles? Summon monsters? Bubbles I'm done talking. Bubbles is Michael Jackson's Good night, everybody. Woo. No. What if that ended the show? Do you see how quickly they applauded? Oh, good. Yeah, they're, they're like, uh... Yeah, yeah. Okay, so he strikes, he strikes uh, Shadow Mulrain, dealing four damage. 
Just the four. It's a small monkey. I have giant scorpions, and they do like two points of damage. I mean, what do you want? These things happen. It's fine. It has no tools to fight with. Like you could, you could kill a monkey very I don't, easily. I don't oh. understand why I can't give Marbles tools. He has hands. He's eager. He's got a great spirit and a great backstory. He's in it for himself. He's like he he just appeared here. He's gonna uh, rip some hair out. He's not looking to apply uh, technology to situations. Right, but how do you? So so you so we don't have. I, I, he has a t-shirt. He has a t-shirt that says that. Maybe 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 if we, maybe if I summon a monolith, like marbles will touch it, and I, I three thousand years from now jump, and jump around. Spencer, I look. I have a connection to him. Also, I have you high nature. Yes, I do. Yes, I, you can't tell me what I have a connection with and what I don't. I am quite literally, quite but figuratively, a- god of this realm. Yeah. Great, great work, everyone. Um, but he, but I have handle animal and and knowledge of nature. All of these are true. All right. You got it to do something. Without that, it, w- it would not even have been for damage. It might not have not even known how to use a, a ranch or whatever. All right. You know, it might have failed harder. It could get. You could. It could. It could. Like if it was fighting termites, it could. It, and you gave it a stick. Yeah. Like, it I mean, could. It could fine. possibly like. <laughs> Use the stick to gather the termites. God yeah. damn it! What, uh, uh, all right. Monkeys rip people's faces off. Yeah. This is a very little monkey. This is like a this is like a foot like a coochin. Oh, have you seen Jumanji? <laughs> That's True. not a good conversation starter. <laughs> and saying it angry. Yeah. You're on a first date. Have you seen Jumanji? Uh, hi, my name is Troy. Hi, I'm Aaron. Have you seen Jumanji? <laughs> Terrible icebreaker. Do you even know? Your car crushed by a monkey. <laughs> they'll ruin your dishes and they'll look like they're having a great time. <laughs> Robin Williams. Yeah, yes, yes, that is. I can, I can connect dots. He was Did you like that, on? All right, yeah. well, we should, I, 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 don't, I guess we're not going to I don't want to play Dungeons and Dragons anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you wanted to play when you sat down. <laughs> You, you did look a little grumpy. It's, 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 we gotta, we gotta. I mean, are you at the end of your end of your role? No, I just thought that'd be a funny way to end the segment. It was. It, yeah, was, it was. It was funny. It was thanks, funny. Thanks, guys. <laughs> All right. That's. Uh... We've long since given up trying to find uh, awesome endings to the show. That, 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 uh, uh, the end of Dungeons and Dragons is good enough. I do want to have a, a, a special thanks for uh, our, our guest controller, Bobcat Goldthwait. Thank you. I'm the Bobcat. And you just got scratched. Uh, and thanks to all the people that we usually thank. If you want the full list of credits, listen to another episode of the podcast, because Jeff usually has the whole list. Oh, okay, yes. <laughs> uh, and, we would uh, like to thank Baby Jesus. <laughs> thank you for the, the Mars Candy Corporation. Uh, <laughs> doing <laughs> great work. Zach in the booth. Dustin is usually here, but who's who's been replaced with a Zoom recorder this week, uh, which, you know, if, if, if the show turned out fine, he's in the crosshairs. Uh, LAUGHTER 
<laughs> there's 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 Danielle, there's uh, Mo, there's uh, there's 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 other people running around uh, doing all kinds of important things. Uh, and just thank you to Meltdown for letting us be here every week, and uh, thank you for your patience. Uh, and I'll see, we'll see you next Sunday night. Uh, God bless you. <laughs> that seems sincere. Thank you, Spencer. National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. <laughs> the NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com. Hello, beautiful. I'm Amy Errett, founder of Madison Reed, a hair color company I named after my daughter. One of the things I value most in life is time. Time to spend with my daughter, time to spend with family, and the time I put into my company that's reinventing the way women color their hair. The busiest, most successful women I know use Madison Reed, the amazing hair color hack. In under an hour and for less than $25, Madison Reed delivers gorgeous, shiny, multidimensional, healthy-looking hair with an ammonia-free formula. You'll look like you just came from a salon, but the reality is you have more me time to do what you love. Things get busy. Let us take care of you and your hair. Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Use code NEW. That's code NEW. Try it. Love it. That's the beauty of Madison Reed.